history and the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through lightning and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. It's a Victory Tuesday on the Put Me In Coach podcast. How rare are these boys? Anyone? <laughs> about two. Yeah, there's about two of them. Um, Do we even have a first one? No, I don't think no, so. we didn't. No. So, number one. Number one. All right, Victory Tuesday, Put Me In Coach podcast. What's up, everybody? The Redskins get a W and a not an ugly game, but it was still a W nonetheless. Some good things, some bad things. Um, Bobby Blanco, Tomatelli, Ian Foster, no Porter again this week, but we have Bill Wallerstead, Cookie, back in studio, friend of the program. Friend of the program. Hello, Mr. Cookie. Happy to be back. <laughs> um, yeah, so Redskins win. We're going to obviously break down that. There were some off-the-field issues as well that we might have to touch upon. Per usual. Per usual. Yeah, why not? And then we are going to get into some other sporting activities. Uh, the Wizards and the Capitals are also during the um, – I think they're about th- a quarter of the way through their seasons at this point. Um, so we will talk about that as well because we haven't touched on them real too often um, so far in their seasons. And then obviously we'll wrap it up going around the NFL and picking for Thanksgiving weekend, Turkey Day, three games on Turkey Day, and then obviously all the games are regular on Sunday for week 13 of the NFL. But first, Reds can get a W over the Lions. Um, like I said, it wasn't the prettiest sight to behold, but it was a W and – I think no one picked the Redskins, right, Tom? No. God damn it. Who did? Umo. Umo did. All right. Umo did. And you really, really wanted to pick I wanted it. I wanted it so hard. And I was like, I just saw me actually creeping up in the standings. And the reason why I'm so far down in the standings is because I keep on picking the Redskins. (laughs) And then sure as shit, (laughs) when I don't pick them, they fucking win. When you get a chance to bet on Jeff Driscoll, I mean, you got to. You got to do it. Steven started Jeff Driscoll over Drew, Drew Brees. <laughs> and he's in line, like he is like... He's fighting for a playoff spot. I, I get it. I, I see where he's coming from because Driscoll actually outscored Drew in the last three weeks, and then he's going against the Redskins. But you've got to start Drew Brees. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Fighting for a playoff spot here. Yeah, so it, it was an ugly win. Uh Dustin Hopkins, it, it was a game which I think I could say for the first time in my Redskins fandom that we won because of special teams. Yeah. Right? A collection of special teams and defense, probably. Yeah, defense for sure. Is it, before we get started, did the Redskins win this game or did the Lions lose it? Can I say Redskins won. Redskins won. That. Yeah. Made plays on defense. Yeah. Steven you're supposed to do that against Driscoll, yes. right? You're sp- a guy like that, you're supposed to cause four turnovers. I mean, the offense didn't win it for us. That's for damn sure, right? Which which we're gonna get to, but I guess really the first question I have for you guys, and you know, it, it's you could say both. Yeah. Are you at this current moment? Are you actively rooting for the Redskins to win or lose? Win. Just win, baby. Throughout. Hey, Even I, right I now? always I always want to see a victory. You want to see a victory? I want to see a victory. Yeah. I think personally, I'm kind of rooting for them to be uh, similar to what we've seen out of the Wizards, which is score a lot of points and lose. 
Okay. Maybe develop on offense. <laughs> yeah. Look like you know what you're doing out yeah. there. That could work. I could I could be down with that. But I want to see the defense progress too, like they have been. Like losing like they has been has been miserable, but mm-hmm. I don't exactly want them to win either. Or like it, it's kind of of a I I want to say both because what I want to happen is unequivocally the number one thing is to get Bruce Allen out of out of town. Yes. And actually hire someone that knows what they're doing. Yes. Uh the more games we win, the less likely that is to happen. We're close. And I was at, uh, yeah, never forget. Mm-hmm. And if I remember Damn last year culture. for the first time in my, my Wizards Bullets fandom, is I was rooting for us to lose for two reasons. One, please, for the love of God, get rid of Ernie Grunfeld immediately. They did. And we had an opportunity to get Zion Williamson. And right. with that opportunity, then you you put your chips in for it. And we... Had a nine percent chance, I think, of getting him. Um, so, a- anyways, it, it, at the same time, from Ian's perspective, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. You put the game on. You're sitting on your couch, and how can you not, you know, want want to win? I mean, that's why we watch in the first place. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a it's a loaded question, I would say. It is, but and I think I've said this before. It's almost like Monday through Saturday, I want them to lose, and then Sunday at one o'clock. Watching them, like I, I'm not going to root against them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love seeing the the win, both both wins that I are I've, I've watched at uh, Abby Foster's house. Okay, so that's, that's true. Lucky's so butt. my my question to you guys then, l- let's say, like right now we have a potential opportunity to draft what looks to be like a franchise altering defensive player in Chase Young, right? Yeah, I mean that that guy <laughs> that guy is a stud. Yeah. Um, oh yes, game changer. You know. Really, okay. really change the game against Maryland. Would you? I'd rather go three and thirteen and get Chase Young than go four and twelve and, you know, get somebody else. Right. True. Yeah. yeah again, we've talked about this too. Like, what if the Redskins? What they're two and nine right now. Yeah. So if they pull, like you said, four and twelve. If they pull off a handful of wins, finish five and eleven, something like that, and then they're every win is great, but you get further further down into the mediocrityville mm-hmm. of the draft, which is picks, you know, like, mm-hmm. what, between 5 and 15, or maybe even, like, lower, like, between 10 and 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's w- where we're going to be stuck in this rotation year in and year out. You sure. know, I, I think having started off the season the way it did, why not just go? I mean, we're not going anywhere this season. Why not just go... Three and thirteen, two and fifteen, fourteen, fourteen. Excuse me. Yep. Um, and or whatever it may be, and try to get a top three pick. Now it's probably gonna be two or three now at this point because I don't think the Bengals yeah, we, aren't gonna uh, win. Our stock just slipped. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, the Bengals aren't winning. No. They're back to Dalton now, so who knows? Yeah, may- maybe. So uh, it's yeah. So th- it's like a a weird unbalance. Every win is. Oh, yeah. Good from a winning perspective, but how much is winning meaning in the long term? Sure. Um, and where this, fr- I mean, also you touched on it too. I feel like every win buys Bruce Allen another day. Yeah, and that's the like, you it's know, a nightmare. A nightmare. Yeah. And we said last year too, we we're not going to root for the Wizards. We're not going to watch a Wizards game until Ernie Grunfeld was let go, and that finally happened. Yeah. And we should be taking a similar approach to Bruce Allen and the Redskins. Where we are not going to support this team, root for this team until he is out of power. 
And he is. I was wondering. I thought he was doing it on purpose. I couldn't figure my microphone. I, I see you can hear me now. Yeah, tapper, that's what yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was just. Yeah, I thought he was just gonna. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a hat. <laughs> I figure you guys know what you're doing better than me, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so every win buys Bruce Allen more time in this front office, and that is what we don't want. And you know, if the best they can finish is seven and nine, I mean, what that is the worst place we could. You, this the, franchise could be. No, I um, do not want that. Scott Allen and and um, Dan Steinberg just came out with a article in the post today about how the Redskins are not mathematically eliminated. Oh my God! Yikes! There is actually there is actually we you have more. You are more likely to get struck by lightning than the Redskins winning the division. But well, yes, that yeah, there is a chance. Do you hear uh, G and D last week, like before this game? So they were one and nine, and Bavada released odds that Redskins had a one in one thousand chance to win the NFC East. So if you put a hundred bucks down, you could win a hundred thousand dollars if they ended up winning. But it's like that means so many things have to happen. They have to win out, and the Cowboys have to lose out, and the Eagles have to lose out, and it's just. And Grant Paulson was like teetering along with like I'm gonna do it because it's just a hundred bucks. Was, and and Danny had to like talk him out of it. No, go spend the hundred dollars at McDonald's. <laughs> go spend it anywhere else other than this god awful franchise. He put a hundred on the Nats, and he that paid off. And that's probably why he was like he's like I, I was gonna say last baseball season, last hockey season. You get the right buy in at the right time, and you make yourself a lot of money. Maybe yeah. this is our time now. Oh, talking myself into it. <laughs> um, oh boy. So. To answer the question, for me, it's I can't not root for them watching the game. I root for the players. I root for the fans who, for whatever reason, decide to go to these games. Um, but right Usually because they support the other team. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, those Redskins fans that go to the games. Did you guys see that? I, was, I assume it's Barstool. They posted, they edited a photo of Snyder walking along FedEx Field, and they had a neon high, uh, sell the team. Arrangement up in the middle row, the the, bur- the gold section. Uh huh. Yeah, I didn't see no, that. I didn't see that. Okay. I support it though. Yeah. <laughs> um. With all but the money you're saving on tickets, you could you could build that sign. I want uh, I want the highest draft pick possible. And also, I think that made with as many losses as possible, whatever it takes to get Bruce Allen out of here. Now, people are convinced that this is this has gone so poorly that Bruce Allen is out on his way, anyways. If, if I were to bet on it, I would say so. I, I mean, by any rational measure, he should have been on years see, ago. See, you lost me at rational. That, we're yeah, not talking about problem. a rational measure. That is the problem. Hey, Serato got fired. We thought that was never going to. We were never going to see an end with that. Yeah. So what? What you? T- what say you? You, I, Thomas? Am I rooting for them for? Do it? Well, one, I, I do think Bruce is going to either. He's going to get fired, or I think he'll take a reduced role and work on the stadium acquisition, something like that, where he can organize Harvest Fest and you know <laughs> normal Bruce type stuff, and you know still have his tea time with Dan at three o'clock in the afternoon. Good God, you know, uh, to me, I it, it's hard not to, but I'm trying to look at it from a bigger picture um, perspective, and I I just I wanted to go more than one fifteen. Like there was, yeah, there was something about having more than one win. It's kind of like when you're like right now we're playing the Denver Nuggets, who are a very good team, the Wizards, and it's like one of those things. Like, well, I'd feel a lot better if we lost by nine as opposed to eleven. Yeah, like that also different. would have been a one in fifteen with a coin flip, pl- coin flip play at the end of the game <laughs> <Yeah>. to win <laughs> that just happened to go our way. Stop the two point conversion to avoid losing just on the last a bad play. call on their yeah. part. It was just a bad. 
two point version call. They should have won. True. Fitzy had all the Dolphins, momentum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's complicated and. This is a very uplifting conversation. Yeah, I mean, we're playing the Eagles <laughs> and Cowboys and Packers for the um, the few remaining games. Like, there's not going to be a lot of other ones that we're going to have a legitimate opportunity to win. Maybe with the exception of the Giants game or something like that. Um, if I could wish for one one thing, maybe in particular, is okay. You could lose every game, but if you beat Dallas, that would be amazing. Just to yes, because it's Dallas. in Dallas, yeah. So that'd be cool. Maybe um, ruin their season. Yeah, yeah, we're ruining the let's, Eagles let's season. Let's beat Dallas and beat Philly. And then, but then if we beat them, I That's think Jason Garrett gets much. fired immediately. Oh, true. So damn it. True. <laughs> and we keep Garrett there as long as, as he long as possible, right. please. So I, I did want to move forward to the actual game itself, and Holy you shit. know I, I we're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new arrangement. I'm not used to sitting on the side. I'd be I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up you know the the selfie thing and. You know we're we're going to be playing armchair psychologists about this, and so I, I would Seems love to hear I feel statements, boys. Yeah, I, I there there's a lot to process in this, but first and foremost, guys, you know, uh, like after that, I'd if I were the coach, I'd be like, hey, Dwayne, the thing you did with the selfie, don't do that again. Okay, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty, pretty cut and dry, right? I, I'm, I mean, of course, I I have. W- you know, there, maybe there's red flags about that, his lack of attention to detail. My biggest concern is his inaccuracy. He is missing throws. He's not digesting. He, he's not, um, you know, diagramming defenses, anything like that. He looks just completely lost. And I understand he's given the keys to an impossible situation, but uh, you know, he, he, he's looked really bad, really bad. And um, that's my, bigger, my biggest concern thus far. Yeah, the skin's definitely won in spite of him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Both over the course of the game and the final seconds of the game. Yeah, I think I texted you mid game. Who's got better touch? Jared Fogel, Edward Scissorhands, or Dwayne Haskins? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was just he was sailing every throw. And not even like deep throws where it's like, okay, you know what? Put a little bit too much on that one and missed a guy by a couple yards. On those sure. deep throws, I can live with that every once in a while. Because you want to give your your guy the only chance to catch the ball. Windy game too. But like yeah, and there was yeah. wind factor in that, but it was intermediate throws. It was little little checkdowns that he was still just missing high. Yeah, and even some of the balls that he was, you know, ultimately wound up being caught was still guys making crazy plays, adjusting to the ball, coming back, making one-handed grabs. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, he, he just doesn't he doesn't seem to understand the concept of touch yet. It's like, dude, I'm standing ten feet away from you. You don't need to throw a laser through my chest when I'm wide open. Just yeah. get me the ball. Yeah, it it he missed. McLaurin should have had what two three touchdowns. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes, easy. Going against an all-pro. That McLaurin pass was easy. The first one? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wide, wide open. open. Just, I, I I, don't know how a professional quarterback misses that throw. Well, that, again, that was, that was a touch thing. He just threw that ball too hard. Yeah. And maybe part of it is he's in love with his own arm because he's got a pretty good arm. Absolutely. And, you know, we've seen that historically with some of the guys in the NFL who've got great arms that they can't dial it back enough to make those easy underneath throws. Mm-hmm. But even that, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> there was no, there wasn't even like a defender in between that he was trying to get it over the top of. It was just yeah. straight throw. Yeah, and yeah, and as kind of like, say Ohio State, he didn't have to put use touch at all too much. His guys were always better than the guys on the other side of the ball, so his, they were always just streaking wide open. He just had to use his laser rocket arm to get it to them. And now in the NFL, that that can't work. I'm trying to think of like, like watching Lamar Jackson, and we're gonna talk about him obviously later. But like. 
he's a very good passer, but everything seems easy to. He can throw a touch pass. And Ravens are doing a great job of now I think Dwayne Haskins could probably throw the ball farther, but the Ravens are doing a great job of keeping everything intermediate and in short for Lamar. And even though they're wide open, he has enough touch to get to him. It seems like the Redskins are having to do the opposite for Dwayne, where everything needs to be further downfield because he does want to launch it like that. Yeah. And as opposed to anything close, if he needs touch, it's, it's, he's not going to get there because he's not there yet. So I, it's yeah, it is concerning that starting number fifteen overall pick coming out of oh you know Ohio State, a very good program, you would think can make these few touch passes within fifteen yards. There's not you are. Per- if you're a professional quarterback, you have to make that throw 10 times at a time. Right. Especially for points. It's a little bit scary, too, because that's something that you can kind of see early on in a career. And, I mean, I guess we are still very early on in his career. But you're not seeing a ton of progress, right? Like, he had 10 of those throws in Week 12. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get that in Week 1, sure, whatever. You hope by, you know, th- this point in the season that you've gotten that down to one or two throws. And mm-hmm. it's, again, on on some of the tougher passes where you're trying to fit it over somebody under you know, someone else like get into a tight window and we're still just we're not seeing the progress is what i would like to see that that's kind of the same thing we're talking about hey do you want to see them win no i'd rather just see them operate the offense efficiently and lose make it an interesting game have them score a handful of points and also give up a handful of points well, to lose it's like a preseason game now basically yeah. pretty much just show, show me signs show me signs for next year that I actually have something to be hopeful for and, and this is stuff like we talked about last week where it's like, how much do we want him to evolve? Because the stuff he's going to be doing, and he's doing in this offense, he's probably not going to be doing through the rest of his career. That's going to be a coaching change. But at the same time, these are pretty basic stuff. Mm-hmm. So if he can't do this, and then on the flip side, you know, but we've also talked about how Callahan and company they're coaching for their jobs. Yep. They want to win, but how? So if they're trying to put him in the best position to win and 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 get better. How are they going to trust him to open the playbook up a little more if he can't hit these easy throws? I mean, he's like he's almost stunting his own growth here in a pretty, I think, pretty basic offense because they can't involve it anymore because he can't hit the easy stuff, right? No, I I, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. It's that first missed um, the first missed touchdown in the Clorin. I think it was in the first half. Uh, he had Stephen Sims wide open on the flats too for a second. I was like, throw it to him, and he. Then he saw he actually made the correct read and saw McLaurin wide open. And it's just, again, I, I don't know how you can, like, in, inaccuracies like that is uh, worrisome. That's very, worrisome very and much frustrating, so. yeah. And then, so, moving on to the, the whole selfie thing, and I know it was posted that morning by Mitch Titchler, I believe I'm saying his last name correctly. Uh, he showed Dwayne Haskins arriving at 11, or just before 11 o'clock, which is, when players are required to be there. And I think, look, if I got to be at work at 9 and I get there at 8.58, I am, you know, I did it. Good job, Tom. You're on time. Yeah. And if that was Kelvin Harmon or, you know, Ryan Kerrigan, Landon Collins showing up at 10.57 a.m. for to get there at 11, sounds good, guys. You're the quarterback. You're the first-round pick. You're supposed to be the face of the franchise. You are the – I mean, our success – is almost going to be in parallel to to yours. You need to be a first first guy in, last guy out. Mm-hmm. And he he's had a number of just little idiosyncrasies that I, I just don't understand, or I I just find to be alarming. 
again, whether that was showing up at the require time or, you know, taking a selfie with fans as a game is still going on or, you know, little things like that. I just uh, Joe Arvis said this great last week. I just I just think he thinks his shit doesn't stink. And yeah. I, I really can't I think of any other better way to describe it. It's just not what I want out of my quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's. <clears throat> I mean, you don't mind that attitude if you're delivering, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not delivering. Yeah, yet. that's yeah. a bigger problem. Yeah. 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 Take all the selfies in the world. I don't care. Hey, interact with the fans. I like that. But just wait that extra five seconds until the game is over. Yeah, and I was hearing. Um, hmm, God, was it Theismann or was it uh, Portis? No, I think it was, it was Porter saying because by the Porter on Grand A. Yeah, I think Porter said he didn't have that big of a deal of it, but the only thing that raised a flag for him was the lack of awareness. Mm-hmm. That the game, the, the game wasn't over yet. Yeah, um, and like clock and like the, the situation of the game. Um, but yeah, I, I, we have these, like you said, these small little hiccups or little situations where it does seem like he is walking around like the big man on campus. Yes, you're the number fifteen overall pick. Yes, you went to high school with the owner's son. Yes, you're the hometown kid, but like Bill said, you're not performing. Like you're missing wide open throws. Like, you know, I I hope he gets chewed out in their film session today. Was it to, yeah today or yesterday? Um, being you know and being made fun of. I mean, like, hey, you're probably too busy taking a selfie to hit this wide open receiver or something like that. He has to understand, like you know, th- I mean, yes, he is for right now the future and face of this franchise. But he has a long way to go to be able to walk around and do stuff like that. You know, like you said, he's no Ryan Kerrigan. He's not at a multi-time Pro Bowler who's been here his entire career for many years. He's not Landon Collins, a, a Pro Bowler who signed a major contract this offseason. Um, he's a rookie who is not playing very well right now, who should be more concerned about getting to work earlier and well, that really doesn't bother me as much as the kind of the selfie because that's has an actual effect on the actual game. I see what you're saying about walking in early and like, you know, showing that showing that you care. You know, well, your actions speak a lot than your words. That's you can, what Mitch was saying. He said the entire time he's covered, he's never seen a starting quarterback come in that late. Really, that's what he said. Yeah. So that that was, and he said that during, yeah, before the game even started, before the whole selfie thing, he said I've never seen a, a starting quarterback arrive this late, and I've been covering the NFL for a long time. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of do want him to be there earlier. Not the end of the world, but, again, it wouldn't be an issue if you were hitting all these throws. If you're hitting the throws, I wouldn't give a shit. Can you imagine the vitriol if we didn't win this game? Like, oh. after the game he just had <coughs> showing up, you know, two minutes early. Yeah, I mean, basically. That would just be Redskins in a, in a yeah. nutshell, no matter who it is. Which Man. one? Which one irks you more? The selfie or the wheat spin zone? It's so hard. Yeah, no, he was trying to lose that game for the draft pick, guys. <laughs> Smart He's man playing chess while we're all playing checkers. Yeah, he's trying to get traded. Yeah, you know, as far as the selfie is concerned, Bobby, I think it's just kind of a microcosm that what appears to be a lack of attention to detail. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what CP was saying. It's like yeah. you're just not aware of, you know, and I, I and I agree with Ian too, though, to extent and to a certain extent. Go celebrate with the fans. You, you know, you won. I like it. You won your first start. You won your first game at home. Like, but just wait those five seconds. The fans have haven't had much to actually celebrate for. Right. So getting the star face of the franchise soon to be. It's not like he that wasn't his only opportunity to celebrate though. Actually, that, that guy wasn't even a Redskins fan. That was, that was his <laughs> really? first NFL game. He wasn't. Oh my God. Yeah. Of course Somebody was like, they just. Oh yeah, they're. On a whim, yeah. let's just get these cheap ass tickets at front at the fucking front row. Yeah, 
So yeah, he wasn't even a Redskins <laughs> fan. It's a paid actor. <laughs> it was just Rag. Another one. It was Rag. Hi right, everyone, it's me, Rag. <laughs> I don't well, want the sound. Well, what, what are your thoughts about the <laughs> selfie gate? Uh, my biggest thought on this is how much money I would pay to be sitting in the meeting room where Bill Callahan learns what a selfie is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no chance he gets up in front of the entire team and disciplines Dwayne Haskins because he has no idea what it is. He's like, I mean, yeah, he yells at him for not being there, but then what? Selfie? Huh? Yeah. I, I almost I felt embarrassed for Case Keenum, too, like... Hey, Casey, you're going to have to go out there because our well, that, the quarterback... It makes sense now. I didn't realize that that was what happened at the end of the game. Yeah. Because we, we, Ian and I were watching together, and I, I saw that they were taking the knee, but we weren't talking. I was like, why is Case out there? Okay, I guess... It didn't make sense. We just, just kind of brushed past it. Be safe. Yeah. I don't know, but but then now, yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, Case Keenan was on the field for both victories. That's it. Don't tell Bill Callahan. Extend him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Okay. Uh. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, you know what? In addition to that, what was really positive following this game, though, were, were just some of the young young players that really stood out. And I know this guy's more of a veteran, but still, you know, I, I believe on his rookie contract or maybe in his last year. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, is Guys, I think Quentin Dunbar's a pro bowler. I think he's a... Really, really, really good cornerback. He was ranked like the best player in the league up through like week six or something like that, which was was crazy. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It might have even been later than that. I just remember seeing that. I was like, wait, what? Who? Us? Like a Redskin? Overall rated? Yeah. Yeah. By by Pro Football Focus. Number one rated corner in in all of football. I don't think it was. Unbelievable. I think it was like top three player. It wasn't even corner. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. his, his, His individual. Correct. Parade performance rating was like yeah. 93, and mm-hmm. it was like maybe like Aaron Donald was 94 or something like that early in the season. But it was, it was like, how? How? Yeah. How is our defense this bad if he's so good? Right? Uh, how, I mean, how does Norman feel about that? That's the thing. <laughs> We're getting there. Converted fucking wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, 10 times you know, there's there. nothing like he, he's not like a physical corner. He's, he's, he's obviously a converted receiver. Uh, he doesn't, he's not like a huge playmaker. He's not, you know, getting pick sixes or anything like that, but he's just. So reliable, he, he rarely gets beat. Seems like he's, he's finally healthy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think it was really uh, to his benefit that he was a receiver because he knows a position better right. than better than most. So I yeah, I mean when you recognize a route, all you got to do is run alongside, and odds are the QB is not going to come your way. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he is because we talk about how you know defensive back, you're probably the most athletic position in all of sport. And he is just so freaking athletic. And and you talk about he he doesn't make plays, but when the ball's thrown his way, he's a ball hawk. Like, yeah. he has made a handful of picks. Yeah. Um it's just like they don't throw his way that often because he's always almost hip and hip with his receiver. Yeah. I mean it's the NFL. He's gonna get beat every now and then. It's just gonna happen. Everybody does. But can you how how can you limit that? He is I'm, I guess I didn't see this stat, but you know, I guess he's the best at limiting that he, for his position. He undoubtedly deserves a raise yeah. going into the off season. Yes, please and please, thank you. Please, please. Mm, uh, we should probably wait and make him prove it. <laughs> Maybe franchise him a couple you know times. Let's, let's have him. Um, let's delegate to the training staff. Yeah, because they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. These are usual gems. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, some other young guys that I really like. Which my favorite pick uh, from this past spring was Kevin Harmon. Uh, he's uh, 
he doesn't he he's not like a world beater. He's not going to be a number one wide receiver, but it looks like just a solid rotational, you know, almost kind of that uh, possession type receiver. Yeah, I was gonna say someone, seems like somebody you can rely on. Mm-hmm. Like he makes some tough catches, and he he's not afraid of contact. And he gets open. Too. He gets open. I like him. He can run a route. Yeah. He he knows where the first down marker is. These are things Josh Doxson, if you know what these things are, you just he got, got cut, cut released. Uh, that's Brian. That's why I'm really. He, he got, got released again. Gets <laughs> uh, off IR and then gets released. Yeah, Harmon made one of those catches where it was like should have been an easy play where he could have caught it and kept running, and he had to make like a crazy over the shoulder one handed snag in between yeah. two guys who were about to murder him because the ball hung up on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one his one handed catch was a complete overthrow. He was wide open. He was running, running straight towards the sideline with nobody there. He, he kind of reminds me of like a maybe a poor man's Pierre Garcon when he was here. Ooh, he, he wasn't he wasn't a world beater with speed, but right. he just was reliable underneath. Had really good hands and a really good blocker. Yeah, yeah, he can block him because he's a big boy. He's physical. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll take the ball. He's <laughs> what Josh was supposed to be. Yeah, throw the ball up and guess I'll catch it for my quarterback. Yep. Um, guys, I. I Tweeted something during the game, shocker, that there are a lot of Positive, things sure. that the w- I do not understand the Redskins doing. One of them that is incredibly high on the list is how on earth is Trey Quinn still returning punts? I saw that. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Trey, Trey, we loved you. We loved you. You're awful. He's awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so bad. He's like Antoine Randall just reincarnated. Probably worse. worse. <laughs> well, on that one in particular, he needed one guy to maintain a block for a tenth of a second for him to get free and get ten more yards out of it, and that block obviously wasn't held, and the first <laughs> guy down made the tackle. That also would have been his longest return ever for as a Redskin. Yeah, right? how I can't remember him going more, more than, more than five. five. Yeah, how is Steven Sims not returning? Not him. Yeah, that's Sims. You he, put the ball in Sims' hands. As much as humanly possible. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that you have to account for, though, punting, receiving punts is difficult. It's yes. it's, it's not like catching a kickoff because you you're going to have time on that kickoff most you know most often when you're returning it. Like you're sitting back there by yourself and you you know your guys are out in front of you. On punts, you gotta you gotta possess the ball. Like that's first and foremost. And maybe that's why he's back there because the coaches yeah. trust him mm-hmm. to catch that ball. And you might not gain us a yard, but we know we're getting the ball. Whereas and maybe that's not the case. But also, maybe he doesn't have the you know the hands back there and the not necessarily the toughness, but you know, getting hit while you're catching the ball or, or a second after, mm-hmm. maybe that's just not his game. But also, I feel like returning puns is also like half mental, like you said, being just knowing go out there, just catch the ball. But situational and and being aware of where you are on the field. I feel like wasn't there a punt where yesterday or on excuse me, on Sunday where like you know how they say stay on the ten if it goes over your head, let it go. Mm-hmm. Or call, if it's coming to you on the ten, call a fair catch, and it like try to like let it bounce, but it bounced. Like at the ten, like if he would have caught it, it would have been at the ten or a little further up. But instead, it rolled all the way down. They downed it within the five. Yeah. So it's like just a little stuff. Like I mean, I get what you're saying, but yeah, no, I was thinking of another one, and it might have been, uh, might have been for the Lions where they like fielded it on the one and went back into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, yeah, at least we didn't do that. That's true. And I, I see what you're saying. He might be just like a like, like I mean. And Sims, I mean, he 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 muffed kickoff. I know we took it to the house, but still, and maybe it is a thing with Trey Quinn. Like they know he's just gonna he's gonna catch it. It's just well, it's, be it's definitely a skill too that you have to develop. So I I don't know. Did Sims do that in college? Like, I don't know. 
you, you have to have that 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 track record of just kind of tracking the ball yeah. and seeing it come down and catching it and maintaining your eyes on the field in front of you. Like it's it's more difficult than you, right, right. Than you it's, it's a good point. It's not just putting your best athlete back there and having him, you know, return it twenty yards every single time. It's it's way more difficult than that. So and I would agree. Like if if Trey Quinn's gonna be the only one that actually catches the ball, he can do it all as long as he wants, as long as he doesn't drop it. Yeah, and also in, in addition, because we're not going to score touchdowns on special teams, Tom. It just no. doesn't happen. Well, hey, <laughs> Sims, um, kickoffs. Uh, let's Stephen Sims is a Swiss Army knife. Mm. Let's keep on coming up with packages. Him in the offense, I would put him in the backfield. I'd put him out in the slot. I'd use him in, you know, reverses, end arounds, what have you. Just he is a playmaker. He's lightning in a bottle, and we've rarely had someone like this um, since Brandon Banks, guys. Of course. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> you say R.I.P. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of that, <laughs> I was gonna say. Speaking of you know using Sims uh, in in special formations and Haskins' inability to throw touch passes, have have we run like a bubble screen once this year? I don't think so. Which is crazy. Like right? that's a ball you that you want to throw kind of quickly, kind of with some zip, get it out there fast in a straight line, and, and get it to a playmaker in space. Yeah, but you keep, well, we have both of those. <laughs> One well, would think. They did have a really good play for Sims, his touchdown against the Patriots, which was obviously a Sean McVay, somehow a Sean McVay play call. But that was also Jay Gruden calling the plays, and that was his last game. And now Bill Callahan is head coach, and he's telling O'Connell to run the ball 500 times. So, no, we're not being creative with the ball, to answer your questions. They've tried to get cute a couple times. Remember, there was a late snap, and I think they said that that was Haskins' fault when he tried to do the the quick shovel pass to Sims, but it was behind. Yeah. Because he... Sims was going to throw it on a... I didn't know. I saw that. Okay, that was being creative. I did not like that play call. (laughs) You did not. I was like, oh my God, please just... Best QB decision of the day, Sims throwing that ball. And that's what I said. I was like, hey, it was a smart play. (laughs) Not a smart call. Yeah, yeah. Not a smart call. Yeah, yeah. Smart play. Just throw it away. Please play actual football. Uh, As as the the young receiving core, all, you know, obviously, we don't have to talk about Terry because Terry's awesome. Mm -hmm. Most improved... Like of the positions on this team yeah, so far, because we, we went in the season thinking this was going to be absolute trash. Like, who is? Well, it was it was Case Keenum. Who is Keenum going to throw the ball to? Like, can't rely on a Jordan Reed, Vernon Davis. You know, Paul Richardson. That was a great signing. Yeah, Paul Richardson. <laughs> so who's going to step up and catch the balls? Terry, obviously, but then now Harmon and you know try and get the ball to Sims. It seems know. like there are some young, really versatile guys that they can throw out there. And, you know, if they were a little more creative, it'd be a little more fun to watch. But, you know, it seems like uh, Dwayne has some some toys to play with. And it was all from this year, too. Yeah. Which is like, undrafted. Right. Which is, like, lucky, I guess, or Third weird. Third in a six-round draft pick. Where Kevin was six, right? Kevin was six. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, though, we were, at this time last year, very high on Trey Quinn. Oops. Quite true. <laughs> well, especially we're <laughs> but, about, a, we're about a year removed from the scarn. I know. But he gave us little glimpses, and then he got injured, so we didn't know. That's true. I think we've seen more of a sample size out of Kelvin. Yeah, definitely Terry. I mean, Terry. Terry's just cemented. Yeah, he's a he's a player. He's a baller. Stephen Sims, just electric. So, yeah. guys, another uh, rookie that had a his best game by far is Cole Holcomb. Led the team in tackles, had yep. his first sack. Uh, I, I don't think anyone doubted Seven his solo. his physical uh, ability, but it, the game appears to be slowing down from a little bit. He was really, really, really good. It, w- it was the size yeah. of people. Were, that's why, because he went to Carolina, right? And 
Yes, he's not. He, he's not. He, he was a showed really well at the combine. Right? Okay, yeah. I mean, linebacker from UNC doesn't didn't really pop out, but just right. he's there. He's a gritty guy. Yeah, real student of the game. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> and we really loved him. I mean, it's preseason, but I mean, he still got in the preseason, and we we're like, it was this guy. He's at near, like it was the was it the Browns game. He was just on every play, yeah, like making every tackle, and then he regular season came around and he went quiet and now yeah he had finally like a really kind of mm-hmm. I guess breakout game tackles, something that we've been looking for solo, yeah you could sack. be you could be looking at a, a starting linebacking court next year of Reuben Foster and Cole Holcomb I would like that yeah like that very much yeah <laughs> <laughs> please and thank please you and Lincoln. yeah there it is uh the last thing I, I I wanted to ask you guys about the Redskins here is what do we want to see the rest of the year uh, I know that again that's kind of a broad question to me and as Bill said, alluding to Bill, kind of what you, you said earlier is, I, I just want to see some guys that we want to build around. I want to see them execute. I want to see them play well, to develop, to improve, to learn on the fly. That's really about it. You know, I, I'm, I'm good on Donald Penn. I don't need to see Donald Penn. I don't need to see I more mean, tape of him. Yeah, no. You know, if you want to throw Jaron Christian in there, go for it. Uh, you know, I, he ain't it either. Yeah. And, but the thing I, I actually wanted to – mentioned that what do we want to see the rest of the year i said let's see what we get out of jimmy moreland yeah fabian mm-hmm. moreau finally played on the outside and he had his best game of his career two picks yeah josh norman was benched i know that i, like I am demoted bu- to special teams <laughs> yeah, yeah where he gave just a thousand and ten percent guys uh, well, he, was, he was spying the kicker on that play. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know i am biased to this because he's a classmate yep. of mine uh that said this has I, I assume this is the end of the Josh Norman I mean, tenure in Washington. <laughs> yes. um, how has this gone? Because it, it's going to go down as another high-priced failed free agent. At the same time, he wasn't to the level like Albert Hainsworth was or Deion Sanders or, you know, Dennis Stubblefield. You know, the list goes on. But this has been complicated. It's and, complicated and, is definitely the way to put it. And absolutely unequivocally. Well, he's been solid up until this year. He has not lived up to that contract whatsoever. Never a pro bowler with the Redskins, just since that one year with the Panthers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pro bowler money, right? Like, you should make a pro bowl. That's Get all pro all money. You should make all pro. All pro? Yeah, okay. Once or at least once. Um, it, I, I like the way complicated. It's complicated because I think there are a lot of factors in how we were evaluating, especially his earlier time here when he was by far our best defender and he wasn't getting the opportunity to show that he was because defenses were just going to go all right Josh Norman's on the right let's go to the left you know and yeah. just completely avoided him um it'd be got, nice if they'd still he, do that he got hurt yeah. <laughs> he got hurt and then he obviously just lost a step now he's still you know he's a ball hawk in the sense that if he's going in for a tackle, he's going for the strip or going for the punch, which I, I like, but he can't keep up with anybody. I mean, he's every, seems like every time, and, and teams know it, every time I'm looking up, he is a foot or a foot and a half behind whoever he's supposed to be guarding. So I think it's complicated, the whole this whole tenure here, because I think he was good his first couple of seasons here, but like wasn't able to show how good he could be because he was by for, like our defense, you know. If Josh Norman was getting like, let's let's flash. Let's take Josh Norman from what four years ago, 
and put that Josh Norman on this defense with all this young core, we're probably seeing a better Josh Norman because everyone else around him is also better. You know, you got Landon Collins in the back and uh, behind him. You got a, a front four that is solid that can that well if they ever rush more than three, they rushed four. They did they rushed they did. four <laughs> on a third down? Yeah, um, got that. Holcomb's there. So I think it was complicated because I, I don't think he was ever in a position to be as good as he could have been, and then he lost a step and obviously has sucked ass this year. What do you guys think? I agree. I mean, I think he was never really utilized correctly either. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not a we were using him as a cover corner. He's not he's a zone guy. And man, now with Dunny being the best one, they they were looking at him all year cuz he also he did lose that step and he was just getting abused. But this is the first year where you really thought he was just garbage. Yeah. Before I would never say he was garbage. Yeah, just didn't live up to the money. Right. But he still tried. He went out there. He competed. And and he was there. He tried to force fumbles every play. Do the peanut punch. Yeah. But just this year, it's just, no, it's done. It's over. He lost that shield of his reputation. Yes. It's gone. It's been, it's been bad. <laughs> I mean, Jay he, Gruden saying, I'm surprised that people are throwing his way so much. Are you? <laughs> like, maybe maybe two years ago, yeah, I'd be surprised away? by that, but. Too bad because I mean I like Josh Norman I like I like his attitude. Yeah, I did too. But he also I mean, and maybe this was him getting old and and, and losing the step and just deciding oh no we're going to switch here we're going to you know you're going deep with this guy even though it's not really a rub route and it's not really in your zone but that's your fault that yeah that he is that yeah <laughs> it did seem like there was some of that and they were talking about you know the previous week well we just lost because there's some miscommunication on defense and is that the miscommunication that you guys aren't picking up enough slack that I'm leaving here because yeah. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So you know, not having him out there, that, that that may also improve some of that chemistry. Because I mean, they played a lot better. They this look week. better. They yeah. look yeah. better without him. It was also yeah. against Driscoll, but hey, I'll take it. Good warm up. Yeah. Is there any, anything else you guys want to see moving forward with any young guys that you want to look at, or just someone we got to figure out if they are part of the, you know, short term, long term? It's not going to happen. But I would like the playbook to be open on both sides of the ball. Like, let's rush more than four next time. Uh, it's baby steps. Let's please. Let's be a little more aggressive. I mean, what what do they have to lose, especially on the defense side of the ball? What do they have to lose by being way more aggressive than they have been? They, I, I think this is was probably actually the best. Again, Jeff Driscoll, but best defensive game plan they've had all season. Correct. They they play very well. Um, obviously, causing four turnovers will do that. Um, but there's still room for improvement. I mean, you can't. I mean, you know. Dallas and Philly and Green Bay, those are much better hockey offenses that you're going to have to dial up something different on to, to try to confuse them. And then on the offense side of the ball, I mean, Dwayne has to be able to open the playbook up a little bit more every single week yeah. because, and again, it's it's not – I'm putting my concern about this not being the offense he's going to be learning next year in the back burner because now it's just getting back to basics. We need to hit those throws um, and then also – Let's get these other. We just talked about. Let's get these other guys in space with the ball. Yep, and just open it up. Who, well, who cares? A few other things. Um, Kelvin Harmon should be playing over Paul Richardson every single time. Yes, um, with the exception of rest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd like to see more out of Jaron Christian. Let's see if that's someone. If he could be our left tackle for the future, Jimmy Moreland, please play in a slot the dur- for the rest of the season. Please, Fabian Moreau, play outside for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've. I would prefer to see what we got out of Sean Dion Hamilton as opposed to John Bostic. 
you know, just play these young guys. Let's see what we, what we get. Uh, Darius Geis should have the most Ooh, opportunities out of any of the running backs on this roster. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I understand that Adrian Peterson still needs to get some carries, whatever. But um, I, I'm good on the Wendell, Wendell uh, Smallwood uh, experiment. Why he's Let, in on third downs. Yeah. Let, I just don't get let's it. Let's see what we have out of Geis. Yes. Is that weird? Is that too much to ask? No. Okay. Didn't think so. I think the other thing, kind of to follow up on your thought of, of opening up the playbook, you know, I, I think this is kind of trying to read inside the room without really knowing. I, you know, I, I think the thought was, hey, if we play back on defense, if we play, if we keep everything in front of us, if we run the ball, we shorten the game, that gives us the best chance to win, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't really care about winning anymore, right? We're, yeah. Okay, sure, we had a chance of making the playoffs allegedly last, you know. Still do. Still do. But it's one of those things where now, yeah, take your shots. You know, let's 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 lengthen the game essentially. You know, get more opportunities to see Dwayne throw the ball. Let's get more opportunities to try new people out on you know on the offensive line on defense. Let's you know see more of the game now that it's not in our overall best interest to keep it you know a a quick you know running clock with a short game and a low score. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no retweet. Yep. All right. So. Oh, and last, let's lose every challenge <laughs> because that just pads the <clears throat> negative. Well, I mean, Bruce resume. Doesn't that? Oh work? yeah, because that's his job too. That's it's one job on game day. Bruce Allen does that. Bruce <laughs> Allen is our is our no. guy in the booth that says, yeah. "Hey, we should challenge is that this play." That's always been a thing, or is yeah. that since Jay's been gone? No, this has been this is a thing. It's been a thing for a while. Wait, under Jay? Even under Jay? Correct. Yes. Correct. So when everybody talks about Jay's challenge record, it's, it's Bruce's. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I'm surprised I you guys didn't know that. I did not know that. No. I mean, it's still ultimately I thought it the coach's decision, but the guy who they like have in their ear that's saying, "Yes, you should challenge this." When there's <laughs> that's a that's drunk Bruce. ass Bruce Allen, <laughs> correct? In the Coming owner's from box, time? yeah, drinking Coors Lights all damn day. Oh my god! You should the look on Bobby and Ian's faces right now are really funny. They're just I can't. I can't. It all makes sense. Oh, I, I, I mean, I feel bad for Jay. Because that, yeah, that's I feel bad for Jay, regardless. Well, yeah, me too. But that even more so now because now that record is will, will always be attached to him. But it's it's Bruce. I mean, I mean, I guess you're right. He has a final say. But but does he though? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So um, we're gonna. So he does. <laughs> <laughs> Just opened up a new bag of worms. <laughs> nope, I'm letting it go. He 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 still has his. So you know what was really interesting about Bruce Bobby is, you know, Mike Rizzo had he made a, his tea time today had a weekly show with the junkies, general uh, manager speak. No, uh, no, they do not. Uh, yeah, um, no. Brian McClellan has a <laughs> monthly uh, conference call with oh, yeah. local reporters. Well, b- but those programs have like a bad culture. Though, I don't so believe it. <laughs> yeah. Their culture is pretty damn bad. Pretty damn bad. So let me just so we're clear. God damn. Uh, apparently, general managers and the you know presidents of sports franchises speak to the media mm-hmm. and give updates, know, cooperate, and, and you know are are the reflection of the team. And yeah, so well, for Bruce, the, for Bruce is the reflection of this team. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty. For the Nats, <laughs> I mean, and or I mean both baseball teams here, the Nats and Michael Elias and Mike Rizzo, they both spoke. Pro- frequently, I mean, yeah. probably did, once did a month. Ca- probably once a month, when he had to. Like not not as much as Elias, though. No, 
But I think that's partially Elias trying to be more because DK was kind of quiet. But I mean, he spoke after the draft. Do we hear from Bruce Allen after the draft? Yes, because yes. It, we did well. But that was the only time. He spoke before playoff games. He spoke before like opening day. He spoke. He, he spoke. As most general managers do. But just wanted to let you know. Will we, will we hear Bruce? Well, I guess this is dependent on if he's fired or not. But will we hear Bruce at the end of the season? Or will he send Doug Williams up there? We'll send Dougie Boy. I think he'll send Doug Williams yeah. up there. Unless we're seven to nine. Then he's gonna come out and oh, just gloat out of his yeah. ass. See, it was all d- it was Told you we were close. All right. <coughs> so Britons. that's my man. So good. Um okay. That's actually what that is our nice segue. Thank you, Davis Bertans. Davis. We're gonna go to the hard court. We're gonna talk about the, man, they're gonna play deep. the Wizards oh, right yeah. now. Uh hail to the Wizards. We don't have our soundboard. Hail so to the Wizards. Always hail to hail to the Wizards. You know what it sounds like. So we we, <laughs> we got a we got a lot of hoop heads here, a lot of basketball fans, right, sure. guys? Um, this has been a entertaining wizard season thus far. It's our first earning list season with Tommy Shepard at the helm. Hell yes! Who also uh, speaks to is, the media? This is a yes, young does. team, and uh, you know what are you guys' thoughts so far? You go, you def- what's your thought? You've definitely watched probably the most out of anybody who's sitting in this room right now. And I'm only excluding Ian because sometimes the games are on while he's at work. Yeah, like almost every single one, it's infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's it's exactly. And what I'm only I'm excluding Cookie because he's wearing a Capitals jersey, <laughs> so I'm assuming he's more of a hockey guy. It's a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. It, it's it's exactly what I want. Yeah, it it is young players. This is gonna be an exciting. Guy cheap players for the most part. Developing, getting better. I saw Yamahimi came back to practice getting, the other day. Getting the <laughs> get, right get experience. Out. Yeah. And, you know, they're not winning a lot of games. That's okay. They're just... They're fun to watch. They're fun to watch. And they're, and they're trying. They're, they are trying. Is that... You know what I'm saying? At least the effort's there. <laughs> yes. And it is. Yeah. Bill, Bill, the, pieces, the pieces are there, too. I mean, the defense is crap, but also <laughs> we know that from our coach. His defense has always been crap. The offense is amazing. Yeah, I'm a little skeptical. I mean, it's still a bit early in the season, and they have a bunch of what appear to be role players for the most part around Bradley Beal, but all of them are, you know, going to 110% in their roles, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like that's something that's sustainable for a whole season. Sure. But I'm rooting for it. I mean, yeah. it's making it fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, for example, if we had role players like we do right now on these, when the Wizards were making these playoff runs, we would have been much, much better oh, off. Bradley. And always but why would you do that when you could trade away future draft picks yeah, true. for people that don't pan out? True. I thank you, Ernie. Uh, you know, I, I think Thomas Bryant's stuff plays. I, I know he's limited defensively, and, uh, but he's he is a quality NBA big man. Yeah. Uh, Give it, me all the unwanted Lakers and a modern big one too because he shoots. Yeah. And you, I mean, you need that. You can't have the the old school just clog the paint, do nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, even. And, even uh, the Joker who we're watching right now, he still pulls up from the outside. He just calls the Joker to turn the ball over. Yeah, and look, Davies Bertans is an absolute. took uh, there. You go, TB is an absolute sniper, Aye. Aye. and the assist. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I'm, I'm just happy we're watching a Wizards game with them being down 18 and Tom's not screaming. Yeah, look at this. Look, at, mean, look at us. Denver's really good. Yeah, <laughs> but that's but that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. we we understand what this team is going to be. No one like uh, this is the first time. Like last year was obviously so disappointing because there was still a hope that they could be good, mm-hmm. and then obviously the year, couple years before that, I mean two years ago was when they lost to the Raptors in the first round, right? 
mm-hmm. and six. So this is the first, like, well, yes, Ernie's gone first and foremost, and they have fully bought into this, I guess, rebuild, right? And yeah. so we know yeah. what we're getting. It's kind of like, it's not that, not that bad, but it's kind of like watching the Orioles this past season. You knew what yes. you're going to get, yes, but. It's still fun to watch because they're a young team. Let's see what pieces we have. Who's going to be here for the long term? There are some placeholders. I mean, uh, like IT is definitely just because John Wall's going to miss the whole season, so you need a point guard, and he doesn't even start. CJ Miles, like, um, so it, it's 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 fun and entertaining, and not to mention it's not boring basketball. Like you know, it's not. And from this is, I'm a college guy, so. I, I definitely prefer the college game over the NBA, and I like I don't like the NBA because there's a lot of this. Or you're watching Bradley Bill just dribble around, he's gonna wait for a screen, and then he's gonna jack it up or something. So I don't really enjoy that. But the Wizards are scoring at a high rate. They're the I think you, Ian said today second. Or the second or the best scoring they team. Were, they were number one efficiency for a while in, I think they're number in the two league. Now. So yeah, their defense is crap, but you know they're putting up points. I don't think. They have put up. I was, I was looking at their their uh, schedule, or I guess their results, but they've they've scored like a hundred points in all but like two of their games. Wow, which is insane. So, what do, you, what do you guys think about Rui so far? I like him. I'm so happy we did not get Cam Reddish. Right, <laughs> like Tommy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we were sitting there. We were all at softball when yeah. the, when it happened, and then we're like, Rui fucking Hachimori. Yeah, over Cam Reddish. Are you kidding? He fell to us, and Tommy, we were wrong. I'll, I'll I'll take Rui all day. I think he's going to be a stud. Still developing his outside chap. Yeah, but he's got he's got a mid range. Yeah, he's and got he's got enough of the moment to make up for it. I mean, yeah. it's not like yeah. people are sagging thirty feet off. Of yeah, him. right. You know, it's one of those things we and we joked about this time when yeah. I, I showed you that text from months before Very when we when so, we got him. Hysterical. And it's kind of panning out. That it's almost like you change our culture a little bit, getting rid of you know the GM and you know whatever else goes with him, and. All of a sudden, maybe we do become that franchise where a guy like Rui can succeed. Because mm-hmm. you know that, that's what I joked initially is yeah. that he'd be you know a bust for our team, but anyone else would you know develop him into a competent power forward. Yeah, and it's you know or or shooting you know whatever they're kind of trying to play him at three and a half. Yeah, and it's one of those things where maybe we did enough to change our culture that he can become that now. And I mean mm-hmm. he he's kind of not standing out necessarily on the court yet, but you're seeing some flashes, not even flashes because he's not a flashy guy, mm-hmm. but you're seeing enough of him where he's making you know, all the plays that you want him to be making. It's, all right, now can you make that next leap? He, he's not a liability to begin with, which Ooh, is correct. really, which is good because, I mean, you've got to look at our past first-round picks. Otto Porter didn't play at all his first year, two years. I mean, you know, Kelly Oubre didn't play at all his first year. Uh, you know, Troy, Troy Brown. Troy Brown <laughs> spent the majority of his rookie season in the G League. This is the first guy that we've had that's essentially a plug and play type yep. of rookie. I think that's and he's, he and bolted he's, himself in the starting lineup in the second game, right? Yeah, yep. and look, I mean, I know that he's been overmatched a number of times, which, you know, he's a rookie. That's exactly what you're going to expect, and especially he's a tweener um, at regard, in re- regards to his position. But, you know, he has a, a mature style of play. Mm-hmm. He just seems like just kind of like an old – Yes. He kind of is an old school back-to-the-basket – Yes. Mid-range, uh, isolation type player, which, uh, which is still well mature and also smart. He was a junior too when he got drafted. Yeah, like he he's this is cliche, but student of the game. Like he 
he seems like he knows the game really well. He's smart, and and to that point of him being like a smart player, uh, or like an old school type player. Like I vividly remember his first points in the association were he took a long range mid range jump shot, bricked it, but followed it and got his own rebound and put it back up. I mean, to me, that is just okay. I can root for a guy like I want that guy on my team. A guy who's not going to going to shoot it and then start backpedaling down the court. No, he followed it and then put it right back up and and got to the rim which I, I love seeing out of him. Yeah, he does that, I feel like, very frequently, where he's, even if even when he's shooting from far away, he's still going at the rim. Yeah, yeah. and in addition to that, he's we are, thank you for all the Lakers cast-offs. <laughs> yeah. Thomas Bryant, you're a player. Uh, Mo, Wagner. Mo Wagner, that guy can play too. He's, he's, yeah. I, I like, he's one of those guys, like when he was on Michigan, I hated him. Yeah. He was, because he's such a, and he just tries to get under your skin, which is exactly his intention. It's he's oh, playing yeah. the mental game, and uh, now he's on our team. I'm like, that's exactly yeah. the thing. <laughs> Keep it going, buddy. Hey, when you go and get, and he can get hot. Team. He can start, and he can he can shoot. Get real hot from the outside. Mm-hmm. This this team can shoot. He should, he's, I said like earlier tonight, 49 percent from three. He's obviously shoot. not shooting that much, mm-hmm. right? But whatever. That's a, I'll take that clip at all. Yeah, all day. I think another part that, and I think. We're not discussing it right now because we're talking about the the pieces they put together, um, the small pieces. But another part to me that makes this Wizards team exciting is Bradley Beal. Not because of he's the number six scorer in the league, but because he signed that extension he and came back. He wants to be here. Yeah. He wants, you know, that's what I want out of my athletes. I want them to want to love my town as much as I do and to oh, want to win oh, here. Bradley. And to want to win. That's, yeah. Or he just wanted to sign up for another two years so he could get his next contract when the cap jumps. But both, I don't know. Both, both of which I think are true. Devil's but either way, can't so get too happy. I, I really think that's you know this would have been even if we like wanted the rebuild and they were going to go through it. This would have been still a tough year to watch without Bradley. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that he's here, it, you know, even if they lose as many games, they don't make the playoffs. Whatever, it's still going to be fun to watch because. Yeah. You have a guy like him on the team who, for all intents and purposes, it says the right things, does the right things, and says that he wants to be yeah, here how and much is showing it. Bradley Beal? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hard. Hard. I could, wa- I could watch him shoot just all day. It's amazing. So and, that was, He's putting up like MVP numbers. And Bobby, that is by a any means he's an MVP. Excellent you know? segue. Guys, how, how good is he? Like, on what tier? Is, well, there, is there a better <clears> shooting <throat> guard in, in the NBA? To, to create his own? Is it Jimmy Butler, maybe? Well, is Jimmy Butler a two? I'd put him more to three. Are we counting Steph Curry and Harden and Westbrook as point guards? No. Well, Steph's a point guard. Harden's point guard-ish. Yeah. I mean, the only the only person you talk about when you think shooting guards Clay is Thompson. also Clay, and yeah. he's out this year or most of the year on whatever they're going to do with him. And even then, I mean, there was just too much going on around him, I think, for the past you know four or five years for him to really stand out the way that Brad is. So... Maybe he'd be as good or better of a player if he was in the same situation that Bradley is, but I just, I just don't see it. Yeah, I love Clay. I, I don't either, but there's the argument to be. How made. many times has he he's he's dropped like forty five points and he's had eleven dribbles? Like it's just because his team is so good and they find him. I think Bradley Beal's the only one who could create his own and then create for others as well. Um, he he's really ascended because he's. He's really good with the basketball now. He's been playing in a lot in the pick and roll, obviously without J- uh, John Wall, but he's still able to set up and, and be a spot shooter. But 
I mean, that's when he was drafted because he was known as a marksman, if you will. Yeah. I mean, now he's just an all-around, you know, clear the way, let him do whatever it is that he needs to do because he's mm-hmm. that good. His hesitation moves. Uh, his I, I, I would only assume that's him getting more to the free throw line is is going to happen. More, more on more so. I, I I would like to see him draw more fl- draw more fouls. But yeah, I I think he's better than CJ McCollum. I, yes. So you're saying he's the best shooting guard in the league? I'd I, say so. I think he is right now. Pure shooting guard. Like we how we always had the conversation between John Wall and Kyrie. Yeah. And like how John Wall was a better pure point guard. He had every better stat except for yeah. scoring. Except for scoring. Yeah. Don, I mean Donovan Mitchell's may, may be close, but he's a younger guy. But I. Oh, Donovan. He, reg- he regressed a little bit, too. A little bit. A little DeMar DeRozan, maybe. The one thing, and we no. talked about this before, too, that... So, you, you th- Bill, you agree that Bill is, is Brad the best shooting guard in the NBA right now? I mean, yes, but again, there's some some contingencies Context to that. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's basically getting to play the, Ru- the Russell Westbrook role for the mm-hmm. last two years of, hey, do everything. Have the ball. Do yep. whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of built a better team around him this year to to facilitate that a little bit. I mean, that's kind of why you know Stephen Adams has been you know the best teammate ever because he just boxed out and let Russ get rebounds. Right. Yeah. We've kind of found some guys not not to that exact exact role, mm-hmm. but can do similar things to you know allow Brad to do whatever he wants out there and have you know outlets for hey here's Bertans and he's a tall guy, but guess what? He's going to hang out and draw you know those extra defenders away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you kick it to him, yeah, he's automatic. So you got to respect that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Kemba Walker has been in Charlotte mm-hmm. where he was just the guy. And he was putting up stupid numbers. But now you see him on Boston, much better team. And it just gets spread around so much more. I think that's what it would be like if John Wall came back. It's just not all on Brad. Yeah. But and it's, it's I, fun to watch, though. It, it's, and it's upsetting that we can't watch this with John at, at his best because yeah. this is – We've we've always I mean John Wall's gotten so many shooters paid over the over the years, <sighs> and imagine if he had four other shooters with him. I mean because he I mean his center was Martin Gortat for the majority of his <laughs> yeah. career. Martin Gortat, a guy that couldn't hit anything under you know five feet away from him. So yeah, but he know. walked in with a double double. Yeah. I miss you. Mm-hmm. Eleven and eleven, twelve and twelve, mm-hmm. all day, all day. Uh, guys, one uh, one other question, not Wizards related question. I, I've I've tried to watch a good amount of the NBA this year, uh, as I always, as I usually do. Uh, Luka Doncic is oh. is uh, on another level. I, yeah, I I, I can't think of any other it's, way to describe it's it. Stupid. Did you see the tweet from Bill Simmons the other day, looking up like hist- historical mm-hmm. uh, player efficiency ratings? Because yeah. he was trying to look up Giannis's, mm-hmm. and then and you know most of them were around. The, the great ones were like. 30, 31, I think Giannis is right now, or right around there. Yep. And Lucas was like 33. <laughs> wow. It was absurd. Yeah, he he's absurd already. And he's 20? 21? Like, well, he might no be idea. younger. He's either 20 or 19, I thought. Oh, my 19? God. Good Lord. Uh, maybe he turned 20. I, you know, you know, I, I could be thinking back. He's 20. Yeah. He's <laughs> big. Yeah, he, he, he's incredible, and... You know, Bobby, I know you said you're more of a college basketball fan, but if the Mavericks are on TV, I would highly encourage you to watch that because he is playing on a different level. Uh, I, 
he he's must see TV at this point. I mean, he went head to head with LeBron a couple weeks ago, and they both put up just ridiculous triple, like thirty, fifteen, and ten, tri- like Damn. crazy triple doubles. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's LeBron. I kind of expect that at this point in a big game. Yeah. But I, here, here, you know, comes a, you know, Euro from in his yeah. second real year, and it's like, how 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 are you the guy who's going head to head with Wait, right who? Now? So I know DeAndre Ayton was picked in front of him, and was Trey Young picked in front of him too? Roger checking. Is he uh, Ian? Thoughts on Luca now that you're Luca is probably my favorite player to watch outside, and besides like Giannis. I mean, what he's doing is just absurd. What do you have that forty point triple double in the third quarter? In the third quarter, he (laughs) he had the fastest triple double, forty point triple double. No, I think it was just triple double in general in 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 the NBA history. That's Jesus. Who's born in nineteen ninety nine? Isn't that that's stupid? That is stupid. He's he's really good. He, I know their style <laughs> of player are different, but how is he comparing to Giannis? Smoother, but because I, I I saw that Giannis is on a better pace than he was last year. Oh, he's on a tear, and he he well, he was an MVP last year. Yep. Yeah. So is he better than Giannis at this point? This season, technically, this, yes. Yeah. yeah. Depending on what metrics you're looking at, I, I would compare. Luca to more so Trey Young, like who's having a better career because they traded that. Yeah, Cook, so you and I were there when when they got drafted. Oh yeah, right. Vaguely, <laughs> I made you remember it. Too. I remember the first couple of picks. Yeah, so DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley, and then Luka Doncic. Trey Young went fifth to Dallas. Yeah, they traded and traded him mm-hmm. to Atlanta. Uh, oh boy, Atlanta. Oops. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, Trae Young's I don't good think too. they're too mad because they really love Trey down there, but. Man, Luca, he just does everything. And all the Terps. Oh, it's the Atlanta Terrapins. He he really can do can do it all. Uh, he what, do everything. What position would you say he is, guys? Is he a three? Is he kind of, I, I mean, I think he's a one, but just point forward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like Magic, LeBron. He could just do, he does everything. He's just, step, now he got his step back going too, which he credited to watching James Harden forever. But man, he's got that thing on lock. Handsome guy too. Good looking guy. You know he just kills it. <laughs> <laughs> there was one I saw a clip of him hitting on a reporter from the bench. <laughs> I was like, and that was when that was last year. That was when he was like 18, 19. He probably got it, dude. <laughs> yeah, actually Jonas is back up now to also a thirty three for his well, yeah, after player his efficiency 50 point. rating. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll help. <laughs> fifty point fourteen. Well, fifty rebound, burger helps you get up there real Five quick. assists and zero turnovers. Wow. First time it's happened in 30 years. Man. I mean, yeah. he's just like a cheat code. Though. Yeah. You know, he's a creative player. He just started playing basketball, what, like six, six, seven years ago? I mean, and now he's actually working on his jump shot. He's, he's shooting this year. It's yeah. scary. If he can just develop that to just semi-consistent, oh, man, just watch out. Ben Simmons, see what that is? Learn how to shoot. <laughs> In basketball. Just practice shooting. That's all it is. Like you're yeah. paid millions and millions of dollars. Just practice shooting. <laughs> uh, Doesn't make sense. All right. Move on to the ice rink. Bob, now I know you're a little bit more in tune. No, I was, I was still in tune. I was actually very happy to hear, listen to that conversation. Yeah. Uh, I was excited. This has been fun. Um, guys, even more fun. Washington Capitals, pretty damn good so far. Uh, best team in goddamn hockey. Yeah, damn right. It's us in the like the Dallas Stars. 
Stars are playing. What has what has changed from last year with Reardon at the helm versus this year? And is it personnel? Is it a lot of new bodies, mm-hmm. um, and also a lot of guys we've had to call up recently with some injuries, yeah. a ridiculous suspension, and you know we we've had to fill in a couple different roles. So it it hasn't been the same old cast of characters that we were used to. But you know it's the same leaders kind of in the clubhouse and everyone seems to be filling in there. You know, we talked about the wizards having great role players filling in, doing what they need to do. That's what's happened with the caps. All the guys that they've pulled in have kind of known their role coming in and have excelled at it. And I think you're also looking at an ascension of uh, Jacob Rana. Yes. Well, him and well, him definitely, but also John Carlson has become the best defenseman in the league. Got his contract. Just give him the trophy now. Yeah. Um, I think this team is, like he mentioned, the role players. This team is really well built in that the core is still so solid. Mm-hmm. And that they're just, like you said, with the injuries and the suspension and stuff, you're kind of picking and choosing pieces that have to come up and, and filling in when needed. And they're playing well enough for this team to like not lose a step. Um, they keep chugging along. OV is on pay. I mean, they say he could probably reach 50 again this year. Um, Water's wet. Exactly. Ice is cold. See, hockey. <laughs> uh, Verona has become, uh, you know, he has more than verified the decision to let Burakovsky go. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been that young star, studded scorer that is they it, thought Burakovsky was going to be. Yeah. Is this sustainable? Do you, do you guys think that you know Verona's skill? I mean, is he? Oh, just Verona? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's a young guy, and he's been developing, and it's, hey, if this is where his skill level's at now, look out the rest of the NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kuzi's back to being more like Kuzi. Um, <laughs> so he's been better than last year? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah a lot he's better. He's got to lay off the booger sugar now. So <laughs> yeah. I hope he's better. Got a little more spring in his step. He's scoring. Um, he, Him and Backstrom are just so good together on that power play. Uh, it, it's 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 kind of the same old story, and Hopi, and this is why I kind of wish Greg was here because I have a question. Like Hopi, I think that at one point the Caps were the leading scorer, but also had the most goals against in the league. And I was just, is that a because the Caps score so much that other teams have to press harder to keep pace with them? Because Hopi's in numbers individually are are good. Yeah. You know they're not, you know back when he won the Vezina level, but they are still. You know, probably top five in the in the NHL. I mean, he's still one of the best goal goaltenders in, in the in the league. But the Caps do give up a lot of goals, and they're and and they blow a lot of leads. And I feel like is that just because I mean, hockey goals never been scored at a higher pace now in, in the game than ever before. And then it's also on top of well, the Caps score a shit ton of goals, so other teams have to press really really hard to try to keep pace with them. Uh, I I heard Hopey getting some some sh- shit earlier on in the season because. It was a lot of blown leads. He was giving up some goals. Third period, yeah. Thir- always the third period. Or this, um, so I, I, w- I want to know Porter's take on it because he's our hockey guy. But yeah, everyone is playing at a really high level. They, I think they are when healthy too, because they're not even healthy right now, and they're still chugging along. They could be. They're probably the one of the best teams, if not the best team in hockey. You know, you talk about you look at the Bruins. Probably you said the Stars. Um, the Islanders are also who Islanders can't right. lose right now. <laughs> uh, Barry's got them going. And when and and the Caps, what was their streak? Their point. I mean, they had their own point streak just a while back, and for 
even when they did lose, they were still getting points. So yeah, it's you know I feel they, like we've been in overtime like every single game. Yeah, and I think that's also another thing about like I think overtimes and shootouts are at a higher pace in, in the NHL more than ever before too. So games are a lot closer. Um, but man, when, I mean, it's just when. They just keep finding a way to win. Yeah, you have the best defenseman. You have the best score of the generation. You have a solid goaltender. They play. I mean, again, the numbers don't show, but they can improve on defense. But they play. I, I like the style of defense that they play now, as opposed to like you know, go back to like 2012, you know, earlier in the Ovechkin era, where it was more so just running gun. Um, I thought Haglin had a lot to do with that too, but now he's hurt. Um, like he's coming Hagelin back soon, though. I hope so. Great on I think penalty def- kill. December. Yeah. Uh, Tom Wilson. Also, he's, he's playing really well too. He's on pace for like twenty goals. I, even though everyone kind of hates uh, Gudis, I think he's been super beneficial to Tom Wilson to have a new guy that everybody else hates on yeah. their team. <laughs> Just take some of that evil spotlight off yeah. of Tom Wilson to be let an him actual <laughs> goon. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it also, you know, Wilson's more than just a goon, and right. I think that's what I mean. We that's know that, and I think a lot of times the league doesn't know that, or fans of the other teams, which you know will influence the officials to give Wilson calls that he really hasn't earned yet. So it'd be nice to see him clean it, you know, actually clean it up on on the score sheet because he's no longer getting those 50-50 calls that are, you know, he's going to the bin for. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, they're off to the best start. Is this sustainable, guys? I mean, are, are you expecting mm-hmm. a, a, a correction, maybe, a, a regression? I mean, anything? it's a long season. Of course, they're going to go back down. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think it's very, very much just sustainable. Just as long as we don't win the President's Trophy. Please, God, do not win the <laughs> President's Trophy. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. Uh, is there someone in our in our conference that is scary? Is there a team that you're really worried about one that we're going to be, you know, going back and forth with. Boston's going to be really uh, is really good again. They are very good. Um how much do you hate them, Bob? I hate them so much. I but well, we kind of own them too though, so that's nice. Yeah. But um oh, I hate Marshawn so much. I hate that little rat. Oh my god, he's such a God, I love the picture of him flinching at Tom Wilson. Oh my God, that was amazing! That was so and that was good. so much more than a flinch. Like, oh, he <laughs> that was a full he, on he dive. Dove. Yeah. <laughs> he dove. <laughs> oh Did God, it looked, looked like Crosby when somebody was coming out. Yeah, uh, Penguins aren't. I mean, Crosby's been hurt, but Penguins. I think they're like a wild card team right now. They're always somebody you got to worry about. Uh, Flyers are playing much better. Islanders are on like an eighteen point. Game winning st- or streak or something like that. That's that's they're what we like need to catch us and win the president's trophy. Yeah, That'd be they're perfect story. Way <laughs> better, right. and again because it's Trotsky, but they're way better than people thought they were going to be because they were so young and some people didn't think they had the talent even because they were still re- kind of rebuilding. But they're right there behind us in the division, so th- like we almost have to keep pace with them as they're keeping pace with us. Have you guys seen an improvement in uh, Reardon's coaching thus far? I know that was something that was concerning. Well, that's just more defensive. Yeah, because it's n- it's definitely not offensive. They're worried about Reardon. Go ahead. I I think there's a there, I don't know. It's hard to tell because when you play, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're still trying to talk. Okay. Um, for, they're playing fine regular season hockey defense. That's not what I'm concerned about because they're going to outscore everybody. That's that's you know, can they play? Can they play that style? When they did in 2018, they won them the cup again this year because they got away from that too a little bit last year, and you can't rely on your scoring in in, in the postseason just because it's just a different game than the regular season. So the, yeah, they're playing fine right now. And I was saying like that some of their new additions. Bill and I were just saying while you were in the bathroom, 
are, are have added to that have you know added to that defensive mentality but um yeah I, i'm not really concerned about their defense in november i want to see it also in april is there a hole that this team has right now it'd probably be defense mm-hmm. yeah and and can they do the grind me out games for yeah. seven game series How, i feel like i haven't heard kempney a lot this year that's probably a good thing isn't he hurt still? Yeah. Was he back? I thought he was back. Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, that's why I haven't heard him. But that's another guy. I mean, because, I mean, Kempney was huge to 2018. Mm-hmm. So like, having him back on the ice helps. Um, yeah. I, I think it is definitely sustainable. And our biggest hole, though, is defense. Like, But it always is. And and I would assume McClellan's going to address that at the deadline, like he always does. Got it. Love him. Love All him. right. And he'll also talk to, to the media more often. Porter, I'm sorry we're doing hockey without you, bub. I'm uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Get okay. back here. Here we are on uh, week 12's Pick'em results. We have first place winner. First place alone goes to Megan Healy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's fist bumping so hard. With 11. Damn. Uh-oh. Then there is a quite a lengthy tie for second place. Tom, Bobby, Ian, Porter, Daniela, all with 10. Okay, she's At least she's back one. up by one. Yep. Umo and Fucking Joe. Fucking Redskins. God damn it. <laughs> Umo well, and Joe Arvis too. both came uh, finished with eight. Guys, um, <clears throat> what's the one I missed? Uh, we were all wrong on. Uh, oh, I picked the Packers. I the think the Bucks and beating she picked, and she picked the Niners. We're all wrong. The Bucks beating the Falcons. Was. Besides Ian and Porter, uh, what was that one? Everyone picked Atlanta to beat Tampa. Besides mm. you and Porter, um, I'm trying to thie- see see That's good. I'm trying to see what separated Healy. And, and I think it was the Niners. Sunday night game. It was. Because we were watching it together, and I was yeah. rooting for the Packers. Yep, it was the Niners game. That one was not close. No, it was not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good good, good for the one. Niners. Did I pick the Niners or the Packers? You picked the Packers. The only two that picked the Niners were the girls, Healy and Daniela. And uh, <laughs> they know more than us. <laughs> <laughs> and also, and Daniela it. built the table. <laughs> <laughs> give, give cookie props. Yeah, cookie, yeah. cookie. Well, and Tom. Thank you. All right, so here are the results cumulatively. First place, Healy, 117. <laughs> Second place, Beeb, 116. Then there <laughs> is third place. Right there. Porter, 112. Fourth place, Tom, 110. Ian, 109. Daniela has 108. Daniel oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's a week away. So. You guys uh, have to have a bet for whoever wins. Just I mean, just between you and Healy. I think we do. I think it's I think it's just dinner. <laughs> yeah. It's not as exciting. Choice. Okay. A um, few couple uh, games I wanted to go around. I say that, and it's probably something else that I right. forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honey. Guys, the way that the Ravens are playing right now is not fair. I it's really not. You it said cheat code earlier talking about uh, Luca, and I was like, that's transition to Lamar because yes. he's Christ. I mean, the the Rams are fighting for their playoff lives, and just Baltimore's making every team just look 
They got dog walk. I mean, yeah, the four yeah. teams that they've beat. I mean, you got the Patriots, yep. the Texans, yep. the Seahawks, yep. and the Rams. That's out of the Seahawks game. They just mollywopped everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was not even close. I think they also blitz a quarter of the time. Just saying, Minuski. <laughs> it helps. Guys, uh, the, we we talked about this last week. How good Baltimore is. Uh, it it's it's growing. <laughs> They appear to be even better. Uh, hey, you know what? Shout out to a hey, hey, big trust. Big trust. That's what Mark Ingram yeah. says all the time. Uh, oh, yeah. Trust. Uh, <laughs> and he will fight you if you don't Sh- say Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Umo got you. Don't worry. It's so a shout out to. Well, I was gonna say shout out to Umo for he didn't text us once during the game last night. Oh, he texted ours. Uh, okay. He kept yeah. on saying football is awesome. Yeah. Well, lucky yeah. Him. Penn State's not making the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. No, they're not. It's not that. Uh, awesome. And and you know I well I was gonna say and I will admit that I was wrong but not wrong just we have more new information at this point but when I said two weeks ago that Russell Wilson was undoubtedly the MVP at this point and then you have Lamar Jackson go off in back to back weeks against really good teams and Lamar I mean and then Russell has a bye week and then barely gets by the Eagles I mean now it's I said two weeks ago or three weeks ago that it was Russell's uh, MVP to lose and. Lamar just took it from him. I mean, he's just running away with it at this point because he is. It's not even close. No, it's now. not. And 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 now I'll go on record and say that yeah, two weeks ago I definitely thought it was going to be Russ, and but now it's it's not really close oh, because Jesus he Christ. is just making every. I mean, no de- no defense has come close to just making him look anything like a second year quarterback. I mean, it's what new. what that analytical department in Baltimore and what Harbaugh and their Offensive coordinator have done for Lamar have just been spectacular. That offense is Pony. the most fun Thomas good um, they've Greg, ever had in Baltimore. Greg Roman, please report to be our head coach tomorrow. I was saying that too. I fucking hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so Ian, you, you did comment on Ravens fans on Monday yesterday. Excuse me. Uh, what? what oh happened? my god! If I could count the amount of times I heard "lamarkable," oh, he's lamarvelous. I was like, <laughs> sh- sh- okay. It was funny the first couple times, and I agree. He's unbelievable. But where were you when they were seven you and mean nine? Lamar Believable. <laughs> Lamar Believable? Yeah. You march yourself out of this bar. Were those the Knights of Ren? Star Wars. This is new. This, this is, is new information. New. That wasn't new. That's new. That's not new. Space ponies. Space ponies. <laughs> Please hold. That was definitely the Knights of Ren. Holy, Holy shit. crap. Holy shit. The fuck? I don't know those. I don't know. <laughs> Rewind, Tom. Bob, what's the Knights of Ren? It's uh, Kylo Ren's followers. Got it. Of Ren. <laughs> uh, fucking hate Baltimore fans. But yes, no. Back to Tom's it. point. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, uh, offensive coordinator for the Ravens. Be our next head coach because what you do with young quarterbacks is amazing, and I want it so much for for doing Haskins. Sure. Because w- uh, he was with the Niners with Kaepernick too, wasn't he? I believe so. Correct. Uh, Bill, is Lamar Jackson the MVP in your mind? Yeah. I mean, he's basically just pick your poison. How do you want him to beat you? Mm-hmm. Do you want to stuff the box and he will throw on you? Or do you want to sell out to stop the pass and he'll drop back, fake like he's going to throw and take off? Or just run. They, yeah. I mean, they run power out of, you know, single back, single eye backfield and just kept it with Lamar. And it's like, how are you going to stop that? You got an extra blocker all of a sudden. And this is the first Ravens team ever that has a more exciting offense and defense. I mean, they all were all every year since what, 96 that they were. I think Elvis Gerback takes a lot of (laughs) that statement. 
they were always just, all right, we're not going to let you score, and we'll have a three pick sixes and beat you because our offense is trash, but our defense is very much elite. Uh, and now it's complete opposite. Not that their de- their defense is still really good, but their their offense looks like you know the Chiefs of last year or like a Drew Brees. I mean, they're just hitting on every cylinder. There's nothing you could do. No, and this isn't. Even you have to stop the run first and foremost. Yeah, this isn't even necessarily like any of those Chiefs or the Saints or, no, or even like it's the Rams probably offense more like because it's so balanced. The Kaepernick yeah. offense. It is like, yeah. how do you want to lose? We'll do that. We don't care. Yeah. We'll, we'll You're go right, power. We'll spread you out. We'll throw the ball. Whatever you want. Yeah. 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 Because they have every they have a deep threat in Marquise Brown. Yep. They have the power game with Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. They have their underneath game with their like all three of their four of their tight ends. Mark and Andrews they, and Willie Sneed. And then they have Lamar Jackson. Just, just picking doing choosing. whatever he wants. Being the yeah. best athlete that we've seen since Michael Vick. And a much better quarterback. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's I stop talking about that. It was a okay, first and so 18, and all of a sudden Mark Ingram just picks it up like it was nothing. All right, so my, my question, guys, is a lot of Redskins fans have comments about this current Ravens team, and it's because that we saw something similar to the RG3, even though I RG3's rookie year in, in 2012. Although I, I don't think it comps just because of how explosive they are. That being said, we did have an offense that was so innovative that defensive coaches are like, I, I, I don't know what the hell to do. Yeah. So uh, I guess my, my larger question is, is, is this sustainable? I mean, Lamar Jackson is not he, – he's for as uh, almost – as much of a gambler he is, he's also – uh, cautious in which he's not taking like hits the way that RG three took. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess just in, in as a whole, is, is this sustainable? Will he be able to stay healthy? It's a question of the day. Is it sustainable? Yeah. Uh, well, so did you? I'm guessing you heard the conversation on Grand Dane today too. Uh, for a little about bit. this, yeah, and no, um, oh God, who's the analytical guy that they have calling? I don't remember, but some analytical guy for NFL Network or whatever, and they asked him the same questions. Like, do you think it's sustainable? And he, he basically said no, because today's NFL is just not like that. You can't run the ball as often as they do, but they run the ball effectively. So you can keep doing that so if it's can. effective. Yes. But the analytics say you need to throw the ball more and more downfield than they let Lamar throw the ball downfield in order to be successful over the longer term. But for right now, this season – it's like I mean because, and it's hard to be a believer in it because we've seen like you said flashes of this kind of offense and sometimes it's a little different. Bill said yeah, but basically take you know RG three rookie year, Kaepernick in twenty twelve, yeah. Pat Mahomes last year, Russell Wilson at times even though um, they don't really run as spread of an offense but still kind of a RPO, um, and it, it, I mean it really the only one that has been sustainable is is Russell's and it changes every year it feels like to right they they also don't run it as much like nearly as right much. but I don't say they used yeah. to run it as much though so he's also just a fantastic yeah, quarterback he, he could put that over yeah a lot runs. of a lot of his production too can kind of come off script which yeah. the Ravens haven't necessarily had to go to a ton this year mm. because they've been so good yeah. yeah 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 so his basic his point was analytics say no it's not um but it's hard not to look at it like on on the field and be like, I mean, like Bill said, who's going to stop this? I mean, wh- what? I mean, what's the best defense in football right now? Was the Patriots? 
I mean, outside of yeah, and they made him look, Jackson, and he made him look silly. Are. Outside of Lamar Jackson, they still are really. Yeah, that game was the only one. But again, he made him look silly, and so. But you know, we'll see what happens in the playoffs when Bill Belichick gets a second crack at it. Yeah, correct. And yeah, I don't. Know. I also want to see Lamar get a third crack at the Chiefs. That'd be a lot of fun to watch. That'd be a lot that'd be like, that could be like a division <laughs> game. Uh, so I, I, to me, it's this might be the best version of this offense we've seen ever seen, but oh, yeah. we too much have a track record of these types of offenses not panning out and being sustainable for the long. And time. all it takes is one hit. That's true. It takes one hit, and Trace McSorley is not doing this. Robert no. Griffin is not doing that. He ended you know, their, that he would, ended their touchdown streak last night, and that would be the most Redskins thing ever. So here's what's going to happen: I lose my fucking mind. Ravens are going to make it to Super Bowl. We get to the fourth quarter. Lamar Jackson rolls to his right, gets injured. RG3 goes in and leads his team to a game-winning touchdown. <laughs> you know, my fucking mind. But they guys, don't let him throw. Guys, guys you know it's going to happen. It, <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Would that be just the most? Bobby's biggest fear. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and Umo will never let us forget it. Ever. Ever. He'll buy an RG3 jersey <laughs> and wear it all the time. A Ravens RG3 jersey. Oh, my God. Man, okay. Um, uh, Do you think it's sustainable? Uh, no. I, I don't. I, I just don't know how. Are we saying sustainable through this year or for, for good? For, for good. Like, no. Oh, then no. No, it's no. the NFL. Nothing's sustainable yeah. for yeah. Ever. But, right? That's what you meant. Well, I mean, like, it's the next, like, like, like three, three, four years. Yeah. For, for Lamar Jackson's rookie contract. I, I wouldn't, no, yeah, I, I wouldn't even, I mean, I wouldn't even a, say it's sustainable in the next year. I mean, that's pe- what I'm saying. people catch up. Coaches are smart. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look at the Rams. And that's Bill, what I'm saying. That's why I brought up all yeah. those other versions Belichick, of this Belichick's offense. figured that out in the Super Bowl, and now everybody's using that as <laughs> as a template. Yeah. And they they suck now. Yeah. But for right now, there's nobody that can stop them. Did he have an? In, did Lamar Jackson in, uh, have any an injury history at Louisville? Like because uh, I know RG three. I thought his senior year he did. Wasn't anything huge, was it? Oh, uh, I don't think so. Because yeah. remember he because he won the Heisman junior year, right? Or was it sophomore year? I bet this is junior year. And then did he play all four years? No, I don't know. Well, he, he but then won, he was he, supposed to be like the favorite next year, and then he didn't he do as well. But I thought no. I think because he also missed a couple of games, and Louisville really fell off. But I, I don't, yeah, I don't think it was serious, as like in like a ACL. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to week thirteen here. Let's see. I, I believe it was Joe that started first. I I started first. Yeah, I was there. Then we go clockwise. Wait, so maybe you started Bobby, first. Bobby should. No, it was first. Joe and Ian. Yeah, okay. Who started it? So maybe it's me. It's you. So we're going to go with Thanksgiving's Thanksgiving games. First game. Bears travel to Detroit. The Bears are favored by three. Bob. What's what's Stafford at? I, I don't believe he's going to play on Thursday. Bears. Okay. Bill. Whoa. Coming to me already? Going, going that way? Uh, yeah. Same are we thing. Going clockwise? I, uh, I'd, I'd pick Bears. I mean, unless... Stafford miraculously heals, and then it's interesting. But yeah, it's got to be the Bears otherwise. Yeah. Bears beats 
the Lions. Bears all the way around. Obviously, with if Matt Stafford were to play, it would be a different story. But Bears are still kind of fighting for our playoff uh, appearance. Put Next in, game. Put in Chase Daniel if you want to win. I This might be, I really hope, is a statement game for the Buffalo Bills and that unbelievable defense that they have. And, guys, something also needs to be acknowledged. Frank Gore surpassed Barry Sanders in the all-time rushing list. You want to talk about an anomaly? In, in, Ian, you okay there? We'll find out. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about an anomaly in today's NFL. Frank Gore still doing this and what he's doing. It, I, I'm not sure if we'll ever see again. No. Is he 36? Yeah. He was on those 2001 Miami teams. I mean, wow. like, <laughs> is he a Hall of Famer? Without question. Without question. He's third all-time. He's 36. Third all- in rushing yards? Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're third all-time in anything, you're a Hall of Famer. Unless it's interceptions. He's still doing it. Uh, okay. So uh, uh, Lamar did win the Heisman his sophomore, sophomore year, year, left after junior year. Junior year. But no, see, I didn't see any injury history in college. All right. I'll go next. We got Bills travel to Dallas. Cowboys are favored by six and a half. I, I don't know how good this Buffalo team is. Josh Allen has improved, I think, pretty substantially in comparison to last year. John Brown has been a bright spot for them. It looks like they have a good running back tandem and as we just mentioned, uh, Frank Gore and is it Devin Singletary. Singletary. Yeah. And, but it's their defense that really has kept them in games. Uh, you know, They have that, that unbelievable cornerback and Tredavious White. Lorenzo Alexander, Trent Murphy got some ex-Redskins over there. Lorenzo. Speaking I of guys who've been in the league forever. Right? Yeah, I love Lorenzo. How do you um, know? That all that all being said, I, I, I of all the teams that are like what this is week thirteen we're heading into mm-hmm. of all the take the so what eight teams are each conference to make the playoffs mm-hmm. no six four divisions winners two wild cards six so twelve teams total let's say there's like sixteen contenders left or who are compro- who have a playoff shot I think the Bills are sixteen out of sixteen mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like they're probably the worst of the remaining crop they of would be the teams. five seed if the playoffs started today. Shout out Raiders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think on like on paper they're the worst of the teams remaining with legitimate playoff aspirations. Who's the other AFC wild card team? Right now would be the Steelers. Okay, but there's like a three way tie. Those two tie. at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going Cowboys. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go Cowboys. Um, Ian, you're you're up. I I think the Bills will cover though. Six and a half. I mean, Jerry Jones has pretty much just called out his entire coaching staff and players. Mm-hmm. If they don't get the win, Jason Garrett gets fired. We don't want that. We don't want that. And only the Bills. But only the Bills will win. You book it. Josh Allen, marching it down. Let's do it. Yeah, get the tables. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Buffalo Bills. Bill, I, 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 I told will you tailgate that there. I, I told you the, the bachelor party is going to be at the Buff, uh, Buffalo Bills tailgate. Yes. <laughs> That's all. I will <laughs> go through at least three tables. <laughs> like Guaranteed. We're just bringing a bunch of fucking tables. We'll just go around each one. All right. So we're going to do at least four hours of nut up. Oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, I mean, then there's not a, a limit of ch- tables that I will go through. <laughs> Endless tables. All right. Bobby. Uh, boys. All right, split. Uh, next game, Bob. Porter, what you got? Well, Saints cool travel Gregory. to Atlanta. The Saints are travel uh, favored by seven. 
Damn. After the shellac. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, payback, Peyton and Breeze. Uh, That's New Orleans all the way around. Yeah, New Orleans. I'm trying to say if they'll cover. Yeah, they'll cover. Atlanta? Or Saints? The Saints, yeah, Saints will cover. are covering? Yeah, yeah, cover the seven. They'll score like a late touchdown to go up. Yeah. Bill? Yeah, give me the Saints. Michael Thomas is Look having a fucking incredible season. A record-breaking season. Yep. And like he's going to shatter. It's not what's even it? close. It's uh, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison's yep. single-season reception record. Yeah. He's going to shatter it. God, he's so good with two quarterbacks. We too. picked Josh yeah. Doxson. At least you forget. Over him. <sighs> we and did. apparently Jay Gruden wanted him. Just saying. he did. A lot of Jay's guys are the ones who panned out too. Fucking a. Uh, Saints are going to whoop him. They're going to. Guys, are, are, is this Saints team better than the one that they had last year? A, a team that should have been in the Super Bowl? Uh, we we don't really know. Uh, yeah, it's hard we to say because really Breeze missed. They, they really games. haven't had like a statement win. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, but I feel like they're doing the same thing that happened. Like, they fell off near the end of last season, too, where they lost, like, the Cowboys when they should never lost to the Cowboys. And, like, they lost to the Falcons earlier. Like, um, who else did they lose to? Didn't they lose to somebody recently? They had an embarrassing I mean, the Atlanta Tampa Bay. Just the Atlanta game? Yeah. Tampa Bay, there was like a 50-something to 50-something, wasn't it? Something like that, uh, I think. That was last year, wasn't it? Wasn't that week was one last year? Uh, but Could be wrong. It was, yeah, that was week one. That was the surprise. Yeah. But um, it's hard to say because Breeze missed so much time. If, if he, is he He's not fully healthy, right? Like, he's just he's playing semi-hurt. With his thumb and his, the ligament? Yeah. I, I would think so. Uh, well, also, I mean, Kamara. I mean, how how good Michael Thomas has been. Like Kamara has not been nothing compared to what he was last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I need the balance. I would probably say no. Yeah, guys, the, the Saints are nine and two. They've lost. They lost to the Rams. That's a quiet nine and two. That's a quiet. Yeah. They lost two. to the Rams too, and they lost yeah. to the Falcons twenty six to nine. That was that one hiccup they had against the Falcons. They squeaked uh, by recently against the Panthers this past week, thirty four to thirty one. But this team continues to go about their business. They're excellent defensively still. And Drew Brees, is, they didn't really miss a beat with him or without him, with Teddy Bridgewater. You could even have made the argument that maybe Bridgewater should be starting over <laughs> Brees uh, yeah, right yeah, now. They might not lose that game. Maybe not at this point. But those, those first couple games back for Brees, didn't they, mm-hmm. they did not perform all that well. They only put up a handful yeah. of points. I mean, I, I would say I don't think the Saints have peaked yet this season. Which is a scary thought. Which is a scary thought because oh. I, I think at this point if there's any oh. team that oh. could potentially. Are you fucking uh, kidding me? Did Stephen F. Austin just beat Are Duke you kidding me? Stone tell me, tell me cold that Stephen F. Austin. Oh, <laughs> my God. Get the fuck out of here. Stephen F. Austin just upset Duke at the buzzer on a breakaway line. Uh. Who turned it over? Why does it still say 83-83? It's a scramble on uh, the book. I think they're waiting to see if it counted or not, if it beat the the red. Well, it also looked like it was goaltending, and it still went in. Like It looked like he put it off the backboard. You back have ACC board. network? Duke blocked it, no. and it Good. still went down. Oh, my Jesus. God. Holy awesome. shit. I can't check. Well, what if he goaltended oh after the buzzer went off, so he touched it, and then it went in? <laughs> no bucket. And Michigan oh State lost. You know Maryland's about to be top three. Oh, my God. God damn it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Michigan State lost again, so they're three. Hey, we two. play on Wednesday. We play like uh, uh, no, we play Thanksgiving te- at 11 a.m. Yeah. We play Temple. Temple. We could beat Temple. Well, we, well Maryland never lo- beats Temple in anything. Oh, True. 
All right. I think it counted. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, next game. Jets travel to Cincinnati. <clears throat> Apparently, Darnold had a good Sunday. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Give him some chickamano. He had a throwback Sunday. That's <laughs> basically what the NFL used to be. <laughs> um, as the surging Jets take on the winless Cincinnati Bengals, Andy Dalton returns to the starting lineup. Jets are favored by three. What say Tom? I don't freaking know. Um, let's go Jets. Oh, well, you know. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Hey, where is it? It's in Cincinnati. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's coming back. Red on red. Let's give it to the vet. Ian, wait. Sorry, sorry I'm trying to see if Duke actually lost. Is it me? Yep. Yeah, I'm going Jets. They're playing really well right now. They just made. <laughs> they beat both of Bobby's teams so handily. <laughs> like so handily. Back to back weeks. Massacre the it's Raiders. It's a Jets trap game. That's why I'm calling the Bengals. They could. They absolutely could. Dalton coming back. Phil, what you got? I think the Bengals are locked into uh, not winning. <laughs> you think so? Dalton back out there. Yeah. Give me the Jets. I hope they are. I just don't. I hate Cincinnati. <laughs> Such a random team to hate. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, not the team. Just the town. Oh, oh fair enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's next to your, like, right by your college, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. Uh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't I wanna I wanna hope that the Bengals don't go 0 and sixteen. So yeah, they're not 0 and sixteen bad. No. That's uh, yeah. Well I mean they still I'm play a couple of teams, like the Dolphins, Dolphins and yeah. the uh, Giants, okay. I think. Uh not the Giants. Yeah, give it to the vet. If Van Collins coming back, give it to give it to the Bengals. Going Bengals? Yep. All right. Next game, Bob. Megan's gonna pick the Jets. God damn it. You, <laughs> you know she here. is. <laughs> I, I I don't know what to think of either of these teams. Tennessee coming off a really impressive victory against Jacksonville as they traveled to Indianapolis. Colts are favored by two and a half. Uh, their Titans are four and one with Ryan Tannehill as their starting quarterback. That is insane. But in Indy though, it's, it's in Indi- yeah. Indianapolis. And Indy had that tough loss on Thursday. Give me the Colts. Bill, I'll go Colts as well. Yeah, that's right. They had a longish week, right? They played last Thursday, so mm-hmm. get a little more time to prepare. You know, I love me some Indy, but I'm going Tannehill. He's got a good thing going on. Right now. He, he, he really does. does. So the Titans are rallying around him. They're playing really well right now. Derrick Henry is on fire. Uh, I'm sticking with the Titans. Split. Porter's boy, Derrick Henry. Next game here, we got Raiders. At Kansas City, Chiefs are favored by 10. Uh, Oakland is coming off a disappointing, uh, that frustrating is a f- That loss. is a final on the Duke game. Yeah, I saw that too. That's <laughs> awesome. All right. First non-conference home loss since 2000. It was in camera? That's almost 20 years. I don't want to railroad this, but while we're looking at the TV, did anyone see Bill Walton from yesterday? No. <laughs> High oh, out of oh his mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was just, like, using, like, references to Hawaii to describe Kansas basketball, talking about ocean waves and volcanoes, and he <laughs> lost track of himself, and it was fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we don't deserve him. Nope. Uh, uh, is that Chiefs all the way around, guys, I assume? Who are we playing? The Raiders. Mm. Yeah, come on. How are you going to go around without Bobby? <laughs> it's in Kansas City, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
This sounds. Oh, this would be a game the Raiders would win too. No, but I'm going Chiefs. Yeah. Don't doubt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're they're going to be eight and eight, and they'll. I'm going to say they will sneak into the playoffs. They'll be the sixth seed just because the AFC's top heavy. All right. Next game: Eagles travel to Miami. Eagles are favored by nine. Uh, Carson Wentz has not looked good the past few weeks. They are absolutely decimated by injuries. <laughs> Eyebrows, 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 eyebrows. Shut eyebrows, up, Umo. Eyebrows. Actually, Dan Orlovsky was doing a whole whole tape about how his wide receivers are the reason why he's fucking up. I'm so 70%. Sure. That said, Bob, what say you? Wait, it's Eagles what? Sorry. I got, Eagles. I got, it's against e- Miami. Oh, oh, yeah, Eagles. <laughs> Carson Wentz isn't that great. Very serviceable. I'm up next, aren't I? So. Yeah. This is all confusing. (laughs) This one is confusing. It's this way and then back this way. (laughs) I really want to go with some Fitz magic on this, I think. Is it in Miami? It is in Miami. Yeah, you know what? Give give me the Dolphins. (laughs) 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 I love it. All right. Next game? Next game. What would you guys do? Did I pick? I just figured everyone's going Philly. Besides Oh, it started a trend. I mean, I, the only times I've picked Miami, they've won. Am I going fins up, fins down? Fins up, fins down. Uh, Eagles are 500. They are. Five, five and five. Five and six. Five, five and six. six. Oh, it makes me happy. I did hear that, though, that the uh, the raw receivers have a lot of drops. No, nah, Philly's, Philly's winning. All right. To me. Wait, I'm confused. Is it to Bobby? No, it's to you. Okay, thought so. Uh, the Packers traveled to New York to play the Giants. Traveled to New Jersey, technically. Uh, Packers are favored by six and a half. I am going Green Bay after a very disappointing loss to San Francisco last week. I'm um, Sunday, excuse me. Last week. Yep. Book it. Packers. <laughs> we need like a light. GB for GP? Yep. <laughs> okay. Next game, Bob. Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Jacksonville. Jacksonville is favored by a point. Damn it. Uh, give me Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. The defense is going to gobble up Winston. He's going to throw five picks. I'm going to go Jacksonville as well, though I think maybe Foles gets right more feasting on that Tampa Bay defense who's been hot garbage all year. Feed DJ hot Chark. Hot garbage. <coughs> Please uh, give Chark the Winston ball. will throw probably three picks, but he'll do Winston things. Throw 500 yards. Winston. Tampa Bay wins. I've had to play Winston in fantasy in our league the last couple of weeks, and it's been a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an adventure every time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going Tampa also. Next game here, we got game of the week. 49ers travel to Baltimore. This game should be on Monday Night Football. But anyways. One o'clock game. Oh, the Ravens are favored by six. Oh, what is this on that game? Uh, Me or you? The Ravens are favored by six. It is me. The Ravens are favored by six. Uh, I, I'm going Ravens. Uh, they're they're not going to lose in that in that stadium. 
Fuck Numo. <laughs> Let's get it. Kay. Although rematch it, of Super Bowl from twenty twenty twelve. Yeah. But and their their styles are completely reversed. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's they're complete reverse. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's it's insane. Did did you commit? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Bill. <laughs> Now I'm very confused how I picked after both Bobby and Ian. I didn't pick. And I haven't picked yet. I was picking after you he, before, and now I'm just picking after him. No, it's a horseshoe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a circle. What? It's like a non-circle. <laughs> Snake draft has really gotten me here. <laughs> well, that's definitely a better way to describe it. <laughs> Who built this table? Fucking this Porter still gets us table. when he's not here. <laughs> I just want to hit you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Startled me. All right, who's picking me? You. All right, I'll go. He took Baltimore. God. I took San Fran. I, I really think for the flow of the season, it'd be good for Baltimore to lose this game if they want to do well. And so I want to pick that, but they've been too hot. I got to go Baltimore. They're so good. Yeah, too hot at home to Baltimore. I just I want I wanted to be on my island on this one. I get it, I get it, Bob. Next game we got the Rams travel to the Cardinals. Um, what has happened uh, for the Rams, guys? I don't know. Poor um, poor McDreamy. Jared Goff got figured is out. Not good. Uh, McVay has gotten figured out. There an adjustment <coughs> needs to be made. Um, I, I did exp- anticipate a regression mm-hmm. from twelve and four. I didn't expect to one of this, yeah, to miss the playoffs. Yeah. So I thought this was a playoff team at the minimum. Well, it's been a combination of them regressing a little bit and the San Francisco, no one saw that coming, and Seattle's been very good. So they're going to miss the playoffs because they're in a really tough division. Yeah. Yeah, probably the best division. And they're not going to be able to chase down somehow Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Ugh. Hell yes. Um, I want to pick the Cardinals. Right? The Rams are favored by three, so it's. But that, how many how many wins how many losses in a row would that be for McDreamy? Oh no, they won last week before this game, right? They barely squeezed by somebody. I feel like. Um. Yeah, damn it! I don't want to do it, but I'm I'm picking the Cardinals. He's on Cardinals. Yep. Bob, you're gambling here. I am. I don't have the lead. Megan does. Megan, he's trying to catch up. Bill, what say you? I'm going to go to Rams. They got a. I think there's a chance for them to get right, even though I I think this will be a a closer game than it should be. Mm Going to be a very close game, but yeah. McDreamy. Agreed. I'm going to go Rams also. If he's going to figure it out, he's got to figure out. BB Island. BB Island. Okay, next game. I'm super nervous now. Uh, (laughs) Chargers. (laughs) Travel to Denver. Chargers are favored by two and a half points. It goes to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Chargers. Yeah. Right. Right there. Go Chargers. Bill? 
I'm just going to predict that the Chargers keep finding a way to blow games. It's crazy. <laughs> Let's go Broncos. <laughs> the way they've been losing this year is unbelievable. Who, I don't even know who the quarterback of the Broncos is. I'm, I'm checking out your spreadsheet. Uh, it was one of the Allens, correct? The, the third Allen, wasn't who they were, mm-hmm. who they were playing at quarterback? Not, not Josh, not Kyle. <laughs> well, I Brandon. thought they weren't even uh, sure. Because wh- who's the other guy? Jake? The plumber. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, a ton of snow, too. Yeah, go Broncos. Okay, look at you, Bob. Taking some risks right now. I mean, this is not the Chargers team we saw last year. No. Not even no, close. We underestimated them. And I'm going to assume Denver's getting more bad weather this weekend, so Philip Rivers in the snow. All right. Uh, About five picks. Yeah. Next game, Bob. Also, he's just not – he looks so different. He doesn't look good. No, he's done. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't look like his – I mean, his. I mean, I, he was always that kind of like – a good slide run, arm, mm-hmm. like, but now it seems he's literally has I mean, to push you, the ball out about, of his hand. When you think about that 04 draft class, Eli was benched, his yeah. career's done. Yeah. Philip Rivers has now been this is the worst he's ever looked. I'm not sure if he's starting, at least not in, in for the Chargers next year. Yeah, and uh, Beth Ben Roethlisberger had what the equivalent to like a Tommy John surgery. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we could be fine. I mean, really looking at the end of that. You know, famous draft class. Yeah. Wait, sorry. I don't mean to jump back, but I had to Google who the Broncos quarterback yeah, is. And is it is the Allen. You know who their backup quarterback is? Who? Brett Rippin. Mark Rippin's, Rippin's nephew. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, well, his, da- his daughter's in the lingerie league? Or was? Yeah, they're just killing it. The Rippins. The Rippin and the Terry. All right, I went down a rabbit hole. Is my pick? Sorry. What happened? Um, no, I think we're starting yep. a new game, right? Yep. Bobby, yeah. um, famous from last Thursday. Uh, Cleveland travels to Pittsburgh. <coughs> the rematch. The rematch. The Browns They should have are favored by two. <laughs> Looks like Duck Hodges has now Hodges. been named a starter over Mason Rudolph because Mason Rudolph voted for Trump. I was going to say because he's <laughs> yes, he did. a little less racist. Um, yeah, I mean, the guy's name is Duck. It's not hard to – It's actually, it is very hard to beat him. <laughs> um, if I don't see a replacement-style beatdown <laughs> on the first half of the game – Kick ass on three. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be so mad. Uh, brownies. Bill? I'll go Steelers. They seem to always beat Cleveland. I don't know how. I don't know why. Can't explain it. But Except for two weeks ago. Except two weeks ago. It's in Pittsburgh. It is. But I think the Browns actually finally turned it around. Three-game win streak and actually. Doesn't this remind you of like the when the Redskins make their playoff runs where they they had somewhat mild expectations and then they do terrible and then they just have a favorable schedule yeah. towards the remainder of the year and they just get hot? Outside yeah. the Ravens, they have – a very easy schedule. Mm-hmm. I think they play the Bengals twice. Did they you play the Bengals yet? Jesus. Uh-uh. Did you say the Browns had mild expectations? They had high expectations. Yeah. Say mild or wild? Mild for the Redskins. But, yeah, Brownies. Just more so just, you know, starting off like, what, like four and six or three and seven, and, and then, they, they, then they just go on a run. Uh, is that Brownies all the way around? 
No, yeah. I think Bill picked oh, the Steelers. 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 Yep. Ian? Yep. Browns? Mm-hmm. Browns for me, too. I don't know how Pittsburgh uh, – I know that's a tremendous home field advantage. they got a good defense. Duck dynasty, baby. I, I just don't know how they win <laughs> this With, game. Yeah. Duck Hodges. But yeah, whoever that guy is. And I don't know who the running back is at this point. Because James Conner, he's out. Yeah. Um, next game, got good game here, too. Uh, New England travels to Houston. Patriots are favored by three. Goes to me. I'm going to stick with the Patriots. I, I assume their defense will. The Patriots keep winning ugly. Uh, it's really, really ugly. And I'm not seeing a whole lot of New England's offense. That said, uh, they're still just finding a way to win. And Houston, I, I, I don't know what to think of them at this point. Because they, they've looked fantastic in some games. And then when they've played equal competition, they have been uh, quite inferior. So... All of that considered, I'm going New England. Retweet. Yep. Yeah, I'm on board. Okay. Next game. Another good one here, guys. Monday night. Vikings travel to Seattle. Seahawks are favored by three. Bobby, um, Kirk Cousins does not have a good record on Monday night football. The Vikings have really turned a corner. Seattle Seahawks might be one of the better, bigger surprise teams of the year. And in a hostile environment, Monday Night Football, it's uh, it should be an entertaining one. On the road for Kirky, so as long as it's not at home for him, I guess it's a little better. He did have that win, that big win in Seattle a couple years ago. The Josh Doxson's Josh only Doxon, catch. That's it. His only play as a Redskin. But Russell Wilson's coming off a bye at home. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. No, the Seattle just played. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they played the Eagles. You're right, you're right, you're right. Seattle regardless, I see. It was an yeah. offensive bye. <laughs> it was like 13-9 and nine yeah. or something. Cookie, what you got? Yeah, I got the Seahawks. I can't can't pick Kurt. 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 Emphasis. Can't, can't pick him in a primetime game in a game that matters against a good team. Yeah. And that's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new year, a new Kurt. He's no longer Kurt. He's going to show you why I he's know Kirky. He's, I knew he was going to do it. You know Kirky's coming up. Captain style, let's get it. He's going to go He's going to go into Seattle, and he's going to make a name for himself. You're a non-Redskins name for himself. That's the best so, kind of name you can have. Oh, yeah. Vikings. All Fuck right. Yeah. Guys, last but What'd least, you do? Oh, I'm going to Seattle also. Snuck that in there. Yeah. Last but least, Falls Redskins travel to <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina. The oh, Panthers. we do so well there. The Panthers are favored by 10. Beeb. They're by 10? Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not great, but they're also terrible. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, they're banking on Christian McCaffrey. It is, it is, going over like 250. It is 10. Yeah, I don't know what the record is for total yardage in a game, but I would assume Christian McCaffrey. I think it's Tiki Barber against the Redskins at any point in his career. Yeah. Yeah. I need need to do that. I need to add that to the rules. I need to add two rules. One is the glimmer, and then two is if you need to break a record, we got you also. We got you. Is it me? Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. Where to begin? Um,. Yeah, I mean, Bill's right. I mean, the 
Panthers are what five and six. They're not terrific either, but they're better than the Redskins and Christian McCaffrey. That's cool. We had a solid defensive plan against Jeff Driscoll and the Lions, um, but he is an animal. He is getting MVP votes. Some might argue that he deserves the MVP. Someone at this table? Not anymore. Oh, never mind. Um, That's Lamar. And and the Redskins play horribly in Charlotte every single time. So it's just it's going to go Panthers... 27 Redskins 17 they the Panthers do cover push push or oh yeah thinking about this thinking it over sorry thinking of the score now I forgot we had to m- pick that <laughs> so I guess I got to go to the Panthers too I, I think this might set a record for fastest game of all time because <laughs> they might just not pass the ball. <laughs> just run the ball a hundred times on yeah. each, on both sides because Bill yeah. Callahan would just run the ball. So Always so on first down. The 49ers game will be faster. Give me that game was so fast. It's over by like three forty two. Let's see, they can't hit field goals apparently now too. They missed a bunch of those. So give me uh twenty one to thirteen Panthers. All right, skids, we cover. Winning off the field. He kind of wants to do it. I really do. <laughs> well, it'd be a perfect game for us to win for no reason. For no, no reason. No, the Just perfect game ruin, would be the Cowboys game. Ruin. Well, no, that would be a reason. It's a rivalry. This uh, is okay. for literally no reason other than to ruin our draft pick. Yeah. yeah. Like the uh, Jaguars game last year. Yes. That yeah. is correct. Then almost the Tennessee game. What was our last home win before? This past Sunday? I think it was against the Panthers. Last year? Yeah. Really? We beat Cam Newton last year. 2008, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, son of a bitch. No, Carolina's a better team. Christian McCaffrey, I think he's just going to have a fucking field day. What is it? I'm still looking. Oh, okay. He's painted. But, but we cover. It is 24, 24, 17. That's right. We get two touchdowns. Okay. I'm going to go Panthers, too. One defense, one special One's a pick six, and yeah. the other is Cam, or Stephen Sims. Guys, I, th- I almost said Cam Sims. Put him in there. I think we're going to start off hot. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to silence his haters. Hell yes. And throw a, a forward pass for a touchdown at some point. At this point, of course, then an adjustment will be made in the second half, <laughs> as most normal NFL teams do, and the Redskins get, like, maybe a couple first downs in the second half total. So I will go I, – I think we'll start off, like, 17-3 to three at halftime, and then they'll come back and win. By running the ball. <laughs> a lot. As yeah. you, as one does when you need to come back, you run the ball. <laughs> Against the Redskins. Yeah, just McCaffrey in the flat. Ma- McCaffrey out of the backfield. I'll go 23-17 Panthers. A little cover. bit specific. Anyone want to guess who it was? The last home win before this past Sunday? Was that the Dallas game? It was the Dallas <laughs> game. He beat Dallas 20-17. to October 21st of 
Oh my god! They is that the, when he clanked it off the fucking? Uh, yeah. Because of the, with the the center ball started yep. the long snapper. Yes. Yep. Correct. And we, but they beat the Panthers the week before. We were watching that at the Foster's house. Mm, that Panthers. The other Foster. Do we just need to go there? Yeah. Because <laughs> even though it's a different house, still magic. Still magic. Same magic. Fitz magic. I changed my pick. No, I don't. All right. We beat the Packers last year too. Guys, I have not started the Mandalorian yet. I am sorry. Have you three finished it? Or we can't. caught up? Caught up? You can't. Uh, no, I haven't watched any of it yet. I'm saving it. I'm one, so one, only one binge it all at once. Three episodes in. I've watched all three. It's good. Watch all three. I was also planning on watching it on a plane in a month, and then I realized that you can't download it to a Windows laptop because Disney Plus is the worst. So <laughs> Disney Plus Communist. is the best. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I was watching Get on your phone for a couple hours. You can my, download to your phone. Yeah, my phone. I need like the nice big laptop. Get an iPad. To me. <laughs> Apple, get out of here. Not yeah. Apple. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, just, I was watching on my iPad in bed when Hope was asleep. I was like, here we go. Yeah. Boom. That's good. Uh, um, my only concern, my my dad just started tonight, and I was like, my only concern is that we're, it's only eight episodes and we're three in and not too much has happened. Like, like we're, I don't know where we're going with this. Like, yeah. what's what's the end game here? There's only five episodes left, so let's pick up the pace a little when bit. When is the meat going to come in? Because we have not gotten there. No, yet. and well, I'm hoping it's this week because that'll be halfway. 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 There it is. <laughs> um, Who needs a soundboard? No, but uh, yeah. So uh, it's good. It's it's incredible how well produced and the production quality is just uh, unreal for. A streaming service, but it is Disney, so it makes sense. But the fact that they can do this is it's like movie level production for a 30 minute TV show. It's, it's I can't believe how short it is, too. Yeah, well, they fluctuate. The first one was 40, right? The second mm-hmm. one was like 33, and then this past one was like 37. Yeah, it was closer so. to the 40 minute. Yeah, so it's between 30 and 40 minutes. Easy, uh, easy watch, too. Not much dialogue, actually. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Pedro, good. Pedro does well, Pedro does do well, even though you don't see his face. So check it out. I saw something where he learned to wear a helmet after the fight with the mountain. It's like he <laughs> went from refusing to wear a helmet to never taking never a helmet taking off. It off again. <laughs> yeah, getting your skull crushed would do that to a person. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Is that it? For BYU to be all white, they have missed seven three pointers that I've seen. I haven't seen them make one. Do what what are you doing here? Do your job. Uh, we still made it. Got a lot of pent up energy. I don't, <laughs> don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, is that all you got for us, Tom? Yes, sir. It's been a victory week. Uh, even though it didn't sound like it, we feel like we were all kind of down a little bit, even because this Dwayne Haskins not looking great. But the Redskins still got a W. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, hope everyone has a safe and happy holiday. Shout out to friends of the program and listeners. Zach and Abby, now Frankie, who just Hell got yes. married over the weekend. Congratulations. A very fun wedding. Um, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Had by all. Zach, I had no <laughs> idea your last name was Frankie. I thought it was Frank, so apology. Oh, all across the board. <laughs> yeah. um, also, one thing I, I'd like to credit uh, Abby and Zach in their wedding planning was putting us in the back corner. By the bar, by too. The by bar. the bar. So away from. Away from people, yeah. or as, as far away as possible. Didn't yep. work. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the right call. Yeah, they did say that that was strategic. Yeah, no, she yeah. told me. Yeah, no, that was by design, and she was she's one hundred percent correct. Yeah, yep. uh, we were still the loudest. 
Uh, Cookie, thanks for, so much for coming yeah. out again. Thanks to Bill coming fun. in. Always happy to fill in. Yeah. Thanks, Porter. We might need you more often now because Porter just refuses to come. He's not coming. Uh, <laughs> Um, put me in Coach Podcast. Obviously, give it a follow across the board. Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Uh, PMIC Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. At Ina underscore Foster21. At Tom underscore Natalie. At Bobby underscore Blanco. We're all a lot of underscores. Cookie's not on Instagram, but you can follow him at New Porter. Um, done. <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt. Who God. the fuck is Paul Goldschmidt? Uh, Cookie, once again. Um, and for everyone listening, thanks for tuning in. And again, have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you next week. Maybe another W. We'll see. My watch is ended. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast.